I've, I've, oh, I've just got shit everywhere. Sorry. Welcome to episode 8 of the Ian Prendercast, another sports podcast, brought to you as always by MGA Traffic Consultants. One of them is responsible for ticketless parking at Westfield Doncaster. MGA Traffic Consultants live a traffic-free life. (laughs) It was a pretty big week in world sport, obviously headlined by the actions in Russia. For the second time in history, a German campaign has come undone on the Russian front. Lionel Messi showed he isn't a complete hack fraud. Australia are okay, and Optus Sport made a very, very good decision. We're going to cover that later, but firstly, odds and ends. Surprisingly, led by NFL, I don't know who by, Fabian Guadagnolo, perhaps. Buonasera, ragazzi. Let's just clear up. Alex Billen. I'm here. Hello. Um, oh, uh, we have to, odds and ends, clear up. <laughs> MGF had no involvement in Westfield Doncaster, <laughs> let alone the ticketless parking. But um, Didn't one of you moving on have something to do with ticketless yeah, parking? Yeah, at my former employer. Well, that's um, what I said. Shout you? out to GTA Consultants. Um, do you want me to read the script again? I said one of them is responsible for ticketless parking. Yeah, but not at MGA. You're in your big MGA sp- spiel for, Mate, your th- for your third week in a row. I'm trying to get you a bit of business. <laughs> By letting Why don't you know, look up the website and actually get the description of what it is we do? Mate, were you responsible for ticketless parking at Westfield Doncaster? Personally? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, not, oh. So how is what I said factually incorrect? <laughs> Just why don't you fucking talk about NFL? Um, no, no. <laughs> what have you got for us, Fab? We're having to straighten up one minute into the podcast. Um, the NFL Network Top 100 Players yes, list was released. I was hoping so you'd go through that. the equivalent of Mike Sheehan's top 50? Yeah, but with a little bit more importance. Now, and, um, now Robbo's top 50. <laughs> well, Robbo's top 50 is insignificant. That's toilet paper straight away. Yep. Um, <laughs> shout out to Robbo. Um, <laughs> I, I was going to let Alex take this. Oh. A bit, a bit, of, um, bit of excitement. Tom Brady oh, rated... Very exciting. For top? The s- yep. For the Based s- on what... His performance, know. his performance through the year. Yeah, but he's Fantastic. 75 years old. That's okay. He's 137 years old. <laughs> some, I don't know how old he was. At some point, <laughs> at some point, we have to accept, and we're going to touch on this a little bit later with another sport and another team. At some point, we have to accept that you're not going to be able to produce what he used to produce, like what he used to do on oh, a yeah. regular, regular basis. It's going to start to, to slow. Yeah, of course. I mean, there's always been talks before each season about how he might fall off a cliff, I suppose, but then he keeps sort of coming back with these performances. So, I mean, good on him. Uh, he, he's not looking to win these types of awards. He doesn't really care for well, being number one or whatever. But, um, yeah, obviously, fantastic season. Obviously, could have gone a little bit better in the, in the Super Bowl, but... Um, I yeah. don't think he could have got a little bit better in the Super Bowl, he, to be honest. he did a really good job um, in, a, in a losing side. So just to quickly wrap, just run through the top yeah. top 10, Antonio Brown, Carson Wentz. Third. Third. That's an interesting call. Because to debut actually, at number three. Carson Wentz is an issue. I don't know a whole lot about the NFL, but I do know that Carson Wentz ultimately had nothing to do with the, the Super Bowl winning performance. Got us enough wins to have us as that, the number no, one. Give true. you the opportunity to but get there. That is true, but it is an interesting thing to award that that position, that position in the pecking order to a guy mm. that ultimately... It's not based on a performance of last year. It's where you bacon. sit in the upcoming season. Yeah, I reckon that's, I reckon that's way too high. This flavour sort of runs true with... We'll come up to the NBA, um, uh, the awards ceremonies. Mate, with you're, not, you're, sort not put out, you're not put out because Tatum didn't win it, are you? No, no, I'm talking about Dwayne Casey uh, in we'll, terms we'll, of regular we'll, season we'll, performance let's, versus Let's shelve the NBA post, but just, just for a moment. So, mm. Okay, Julio Jones at four... Le'Veon Bell at five. So two Steelers in the top five. Yep, Le'Veon. Uh, Todd Gurley. Fantastic. Uh, running back, Aaron Donald from the Rams. Drew Brees, Von Miller. I think Von Miller is 
ridiculously high. Well, is he the one that wears those weird glasses? He's in all the Adidas yeah, ads, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, phenomenal, phenomenal player, but he's, I reckon, after last season, he was... He, for that, for this season. He was number two last season, yeah, so he's correct. dropped, and I think he should have dropped a bit more. I don't yeah, think he I should agree. have been in the top ten. Yeah, I agree. And Aaron Rodgers, who I would rate almost as number one every year. Because he missed a huge amount of last season, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, well, he tried he to come back a bit quick and... Mm. That was actually the basis of that wonderful. Did who did you? I send it to you, or did you send it to me? That really good. Um, it was like a cartoon video of like, what's he doing? Uh, he Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, yeah. Why is he coming? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, it was this, it was that like was quite John, funny. It was like John Wick, and he was he was going through this hallway throwing footballs at people. <laughs> <laughs> it, was fucking, it was brilliant. You guys need to get on. It's a little cartoon there called Gridiron Heights. Am I yeah, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. That is phenomenal. So it's a, I think it's a Bleacher Report. Like I think this was a Bleacher Report. It yeah. might have been. But yeah, I think it, was, it might it have been. Very, very good. Good. Yeah. So um, yeah, I just I, I just wanted to give. I'll no, be, that's uh, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Um, so um, that's the. Was he pictured with a goat? No, no, he wasn't. Interesting. But uh, seems like a missed opportunity I, artistically. <laughs> I did repost it with a goat uh, emoji next that to it. That might have been what it was. I did see that. Yeah. That you know been. who you know who has done an exceptional job and I think deserves some credit. It'll be lost to our listeners. He had a haircut, Alex. I have. Looks good. Look good. You're it? looking sharp. Oh, thanks. Look thanks for that. You're a very good-looking good. man to start with, but with that haircut. Who did it? Um, there's a guy by the name of Sam. He's on High Street in Northcote, so I'll give a shout-out to him. He's pretty good at the uh, grooming lounge. Hey, Sam. Would Sam actually know how to download he, and listen to our podcast? Oh, he's of an age. I think he would be able to. How yeah, I think he? he'd be on the podcast. Uh, how old? Um, I'd say he's like Ball late Parker. 30. Yeah, he's, he's, I don't know. He'd be a podcast. Sam would be all over the podcast. Good day, Sam. G'day. He'd be listening to like lifestyle podcasts. Yeah, about, potentially. You know, ways to spruce up his uh, barbershop. Potentially. Although he's kind of strikes me as a guy who doesn't give a fuck. But <laughs> Does he have a beard? He doesn't, no. Ooh. No. So Stubble, no Stubble. beard. Before we move off the NFL. Yeah. Yes. Interesting about the top 100. Mm. A certain player doesn't feature. Your man, JJ. No, no, Is JJ's it? there. JJ's about 87, 88. Oh, right. JJ's the best player in the NFL when up and running. You love JJ. I love. I've got a massive man crush on JJ. So he was, well, when he played a full season last, he was second, wasn't he? No, he was ranked one. Oh, was he ranked one? Ranked oh, that's one. he was ranked one. First yeah, defensive yeah. player to do it. And then he dropped. How can he drop 80 spots? He, well, he, hasn't did, he did it he his hasn't. knee one season and then he did his, I think his successive seasons, he's had injuries that have ruled him out for the year. Yep. So he hasn't played for two years. Well, I suppose years. it's tough, isn't it? They only play 15 games. Yeah. Or how games? 16 games. Yeah, he's at 84. Okay. Last year, he dropped to 35. So from 1 to 35, now to 84. 1 to 35, yep. Super Bowl MVP is not on the list. Really? Not on the list. I don't even know who that is. The Super Bowl MVP. I know what the award is. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Big Dick Nick. Big Dick Nick. Is that confirmed? (laughs) It's, um... (laughs) Tell them the story, Fab. Oh. Do you know this personally? No, I'm at at Coles. (laughs) Yep. And I'm in my Eagles t-shirt, uh-huh. representing. And Day after the Super Bowl or something. No, it was about a week, or maybe week even after. two. Yeah. And Have I'm, I'm literally, I'm in the, I'm looking at yogurt for the boys, okay. like for, for, for my young boys, <laughs> um, my children. They got progressively worse. There's a lot of needless detail. No, no, and I'm just there next to an old lady yep. with chatting about yogurt. And all lady. of a sudden, someone yells out, I'm talking about the top of their voice, <laughs> Big Dick Nick, and I just think straight away. I know, I know what it's about. I know it's. I know he's yelling at me because obviously he had a, yeah, a obviously a, a massive performance in the Super it's, Bowl. It's they become just, the catch cry for, for yeah. Nick Foles. 
Yeah. All right. He's just. Why is that okay? But Romelu Lukaku. No, because Romelu Lukaku. Let's not go there. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) so I'm ashamed, and I lift my I, I, I lift my eyes to see this bloke. We make eye contact, and he. It's my dad calling me. Um, we make eye contact, and I basically give him the acknowledgement. But you know, I didn't be proper. I'm speaking to an old lady. She turns around and looks at me, and I had to say, "I'm not big dick." <laughs> I'm not big dick. So he's on Fabian. Yeah, uh, it was like I've I've gone. Like, Only half of that statement is correct. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the name. That's so funny. So, um, good story. That is a good story. But yeah, oh, and then he, weird. Yeah, and then he had to clarify. He goes, "We did it." Yeah, get his slap five. Yeah. And- is that Tony? That is my name. I'm gonna take this on here, <laughs> Dad. G'day, Tony. Hey, How Tony. you going? We are we are doing the radio show. Hold on, I'm gonna put you on speaker. Hold on. I don't think we'll be able to pick him up. Dad, you there? Yeah. Tony, uh, say hello to the radio to the radio show, the podcast. Hello, everyone. Hello. G'day, yeah. Tony. You're Can being call- heard by 160 people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're being heard all around the world, Dad. We have four listeners in America. Did you need anything? <laughs> you forgot to put the tips in. Oh, thank you. I'll try and do it now. Bye. Ciao. <laughs> Bye, everyone. See ya. Oh, that was great. That's my dad reminding me that I forgot to put my t- <laughs> forgot to put my tips in. Um, <coughs> we'll go through your tips in in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm hating. I'm hating these tips. these no nah, these Thursday night games. They're just they're just absolute rubbish. <laughs> Is that him still ringing you? <laughs> now he's FaceTime. <laughs> You're out of control, Tony. Dad, we are doing the radio show. He's on. He's now he's on FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, we're live, Dad. We're not live. We're recording live. Okay, I think we started, think we started on the NFL by. and have we moved on? We have moved on. Has Tony got any thoughts on the top 100? Oh, mate, my dad. He's, he's no. gone. Dad, we're live. We're recording. Okay, so hangs up and then FaceTime. He thinks that distracting you more is the way to go. Well, we. Are you done on the NFL? No, done on the NFL. Let's done move on. on. We spent way too much time on that. Well, Definitely did. Whatever. Yeah. Um, what have we got next? AFL. We're happy to move on to that. Cracking to move on to the AFL. I want to start something with the AFL. Go for it. I want to start something here. As a, as a Carlton fan, as it's been well established to this point, I'm a little bit sick and tired of people in the media destabilising key members of our team. Last year it was Bryce Gibbs. You know, Bryce Gibbs should leave. He should leave. He should go. Bryce Gibbs should go. He should leave. This this year it's... It's Mark. Mark Murphy should leave. Mark Murphy should go. They start scurrilous rumours. Oh, Mark, Mark should go to a team that's going to win a premiership. You know what? I'm going to start my own fucking scurrilous rumour. Do you think these people? Do you think the players are taking on board all of this? No, I hope not. I wouldn't think they'd be oh, listening at all. Exactly right. But so idiots, it, idiots in decide. the public do. So I'm going to start my own room. I'm just going to pick a player at random from the AFL and suggest that they leave their club for no reason other than a change. What I have they? What have they said about Murph in terms of him leaving? What, I just think what? they say he should leave because it's all about winning a premiership. He should leave if he wants to win a premiership. I think that Michael Hurley should leave Essendon. I think that... Are um, you starting that rumour now? I think that Michael Hurley should I'll leave. I'll start starting that. I think it would be good for Mike. Oh, Mick, we're going to call him Mick. I think it would be yeah. good for Mick if he left Essendon. And I think that a perfect club for Mick would be Hawthorne or Melbourne because um, I think he would complement what they do and, and he would be a really good fit for them. I think Mick should leave Essendon for the good of himself. And Essendon, Essendon can use the pick they get for Mick and cool. another young player. And, um, and on, a goes, on the cycle goes. On the cycle goes. I think but, that Mick should leave 
his own <laughs> That's well-being. It. You're, you're allowed. You're entitled to your. And your I'm just going to repeat that. That's... I'm just going to repeat that. He should leave, and he should go to Melbourne or Hawthorne, <laughs> and Essendon should get a second round pick for him, and they should be happy second with round that. pick. Yeah, they yeah. should be happy with I, that. I get your frustration, but you can't be one of those. What was that? My dad ringing you too. Yeah, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony's not um, yeah, I, I just think you know, you, you're better than that. You don't have to. I, I, I look. I get frustrated too. It's it's the same, same crap. They run out of things to talk about year. sometimes. It's just what they do is they, they they tell you to do one thing, and then when you do it, they tell you to do something else, and then when you do that, they told you oh you should have stuck with the first. I think that Dylan Shield should leave GWS. I think that a good fit well, for him would be Melbourne or Hawthorne. Well, I, I honestly I think I see where this is going. I think <laughs> I, I, I think we're in we're in for Dylan Shield up to our eyeballs. I think we're in for a gaff. Todd this year, Gaff. Oh, sorry, Todd Gaff. Well, there's the rumor. There's, there's, there's yes. obviously a free agency. What kind of name is Gaff? Todd, his name's Todd Gaff. Is yeah. that his name's Andrew Gaff? Oh no, we're talking we're about talking Seinfeld. About Seinfeld. Oh, dude, oh, sorry, I, I'm yeah, banning Dutch, Seinfeld yeah. from this podcast. You don't like it? Not, How could you not like Seinfeld? I never even really Seinfeld seen. is the best TV show ever made. Sopranos. No. We need we need another podcast. Seinfeld, Seinfeld is the best television show. The of official all time. TV show of this podcast is Entourage. We'll leave it at that. Actually, interestingly, I've been rewatching Entourage. Very good. What do you, what is your opinion? Yes. on season seven. I liked it at the time, and rewatching it, I like it again. Season seven. Where Vinny's got the drug problem. Vinny's got the drug problem. Yeah. Oh, Sa- I'm not Sasha Gray. I'm not super he's dating on that a porn one. star. I don't like the Ari's wife storyline. She became far too prominent a character. I don't like Ari's storyline. Yeah, I didn't. Wasn't crazy about it. Ari's fine. Ari could be doing whatever. It's mm-hmm. sort of okay. But with the football sort of stuff, maybe not. But I'm a big fan of it. It polarized fans. Yeah. Mm. Look. You know. I. You know. What I, is your favorite season? Though? Two. Two is the best season of Entourage by a mile. Hmm. It's not even a contest. Okay. Really? Mandy Moore going for his first big role. There's a lot of stuff in it that just works really, really well. Drama's doing those auditions. Yeah, that was mm. funny. You know, that and, was very funny. And all that, like, there's just a lot of stuff about it. Mandy Moore comes I into like it, like three. I said. I like three. Three's in two parts, three A and three B. But three A was better? Because then they have to go, they're trying to win... Medellin, they're trying to you know they're trying to I get reckon, Medellin. I reckon it's they the chase. I reckon they went with Medellin too soon. Medellin should have been the movie. Medellin should have been the movie, and that's the movie Vince makes. Yeah, it would have been amazing. Should have been Medellin. I know that's five years past when they made yeah. the plot, <laughs> but but yeah. that would have been. Imagine that we're going to close it and then we're going to move and we're going to make Medellin. Would have been good. Medellin had the best trailer of any movie ever made. Oh, Margin Call had the best best trailer of any movie. Margin Call is the greatest. If it, no one's seen the movie Margin Call, just watch the trailer and decide from <laughs> and there. And then never watch the movie ever because <laughs> yeah. it is shit. It should have won an Oscar on the back of that tra- <laughs> back of that trailer. How did they know. get that much quality out of that movie? I don't know. What is this movie? What is Margin, Margin Call? It is. It's got something to do with it. the, uh, the, the, cra- the market crash. Yeah, that's right. But effectively, GFC they could have so. taken that trailer and sold it to Yayi Marks. Yeah, $50 million. $50 million. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And gold watches. He, he pays in euros. He does. <laughs> but no, off on right. there for a bit. Um, look, look, I thought you'd start the AFL with with CMOS 300. I think we should. Do you want me to go into this? You know my thoughts here. And I sound- look, 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 I, I'm critical of Simo of late because I've, I hold him in such high regard. See, I don't, and that's All the right? problem. I, I Look, no, nah, I, I can't fault the man on his... And this is not the week for it, Sean, so... No negativity, but I can't fault the man on effort. Very good. 
preparation. Very good. Uh, courageousness. Very good. Beard. Um, be- oh, what a beard. beard. And then what he beard. did with the beard, good, beard was, 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 was great. Yeah. Um, to stick by a club. You've got a pretty good beard going no, there. out of control. You're not a shit footballer if you play 300 games. He played a, he played a lot of football in a shit team. I, look, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I've got a lot of love for Kate Simpson. You know, okay. He's, he's up there with Peter Dean as a family. I, I call him the family man. Peter Dean's a better player. Peter Dean. Oh, no, but my point is there. It's beyond football. Can I? They're meaning to. Can me. I just maybe. The perspective I come at it from is what I take exception to a little bit is this narrative that he's a Carlton great. Look, again, I don't want to get into it this week because I may have this even week. Heard the even word legend. It's a celebration of Simo, and, mm. and I'm. I'm, all, I'm you know, I'm part of the. I'm. It's I'm a, joining in the, the festivities. You're going to stand up at the sixth minute. Right, give him a clap. Whatever's required. Um, he, look, he's. Is he a legend? Is a legend of the club? No, he's no, not he's a legend. Not. He's not. No, no, he's a legend of the club. He's not a champion. He's not a legend of the club. In, I understand what your distinction you're he trying to make. He's a terrific servant of the Carlton right. Football Club. And look, I'm not. I'm more. I'm not. I'm, I don't. Agree with you wholeheartedly. Who but, else has played 300 games for the Carlton Football Club? Baz, Baz has him rated as in the top 10 Carlton players he's ever seen. No. And like, that's I, I, I could probably name 30 or 40. Oh, wow. But, oh, not 30 or 40 that I've seen. Say 20 that I've seen. Yeah. But he's played 300 games of football. That's an outstanding achievement. <laughs> I, think, not, I, I, I think he's a club legend. I'm not. Nah. For me, he's, he's well. Not a champion. That. Not a champion in the sense of his footballing performances, but 300 games. You're one of five. You're a club legend. You're yeah, a club who are the legend. other four? John Nichols, Stephen yeah. Silvani, Craig Bradley, yeah. who's he's played something like 500 professional. He played 98 games for Port Adelaide. Far out. And Bristol. And, and state cricket for South Australia. And um, Bristol. Well, what's come on? I, I hate being the. I don't want to be a bad guy. I don't want to piss on our chips here. Mm. But who's the odd man out? By a long, yeah, but long way. A lot of people, a lot of former players, will say to you that I reckon they, just, they wish yeah, they could have played. I reckon with they're toeing the party line. I reckon he's a really, uh, look, really great servant of the footy club. I wanted to give Simo a pat on the back, a congratulations, 300 games. It's phenomenal. It is. Next I, week you can, you can bash all you I want. I don't want to bash him. I don't want that to be what this is about. I just, I just sit there and I think in amongst all the hyperbole, and that's what it is, there's a reality. And the reality is he's a really exceptional <clears> servant <throat> of our football club and playing 300 games of league football is an outstanding achievement. He's not a legend in the Carlton Football Club. He's not a champion of the Carlton Football Club. He is a really, really respected member of our history, but I think that that falls well short. Opinions are like... Uh, like buttholes. Yes. Everyone has one. So, um, I mean, look, uh, I'm moving on. Stay yes, on AFL. Last week um, at the MCG, the Blues, we, we make it about the Blues a fair bit. There's a little mm. annexed segment in this podcast mm. where we talk about the Blues. Mm. Um, there was a man running around for us. There were two men running around for us who are potentially the best one-two punch in the AFL in not very long. Patrick Cripps and Charlie Kerner? Yep. How does... Look, I, I want to move off Carlton. I don't. Because we haven't won. When we win, I'll, I'll, I'll brag, you know, until the cows come home. But um, how does Charlie's mark not get nominated for Mark of the Week? Now, I know one of them did. Because Luke Hodge took a mark. 
So that was, that was just a bit disappointing. And we all love what Hodgie's doing at Brisbane, don't we? We all love it. Hodgie, he's an on-field leader out there. He's like a coach on the field. We all love what Hodgie's doing out there. He's, I think I actually think he's doing. I, I actually do he's think he's doing, doing a great job. job. He's really bringing that young group together. And geez, oh, it's great to see. If you watch the game, he, he's the one who flew the flag the minute the Jeremy Cameron incident. Because no happened. one else realised the guy had been knocked out. Yeah. Everyone else was like, "Oh, what's happened here?" And Hodgie's like, "He killed him." And he's run the other length of the field. With a Jeez. fatwa. It's not a laughing matter, but... No, it's not. I thought you'd be happy given that Jared's going on a two-week... I was going to bring it up. Yeah, mm. are you happy? You're sad or... Two-week annual leave. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself between 9 and 12. You'll be listening to Kane Corn. No, I won't be doing that. Um, <laughs> You'll be listening to Eric Bischoff. There's only one of yes, those a week. Yes, 27 weeks or something. What is it? three weeks. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> 27 Give dresses. Man, 27, but, yeah. But a guy right. might not have known what he was doing. He might be all pissed. Stanley Tooze. What, what, was, what was the main focus of this week's episode of the 27 Dresses podcast? 83 weeks. 83 weeks. Okay, go. Um, the main focus last week was Clash of the Champions. Uh, this week was, I think it was Great American Bash 1998. Was there a WrestleMania recently? No, that's in March. Oh. Late March, early April. Well, that, that's going to be my, my suit. <laughs> It's a, what? You can't have a wrestling-based certainty. Yeah. The Miz versus Daniel Bryan will be WrestleMania 35. I'm putting it in the... I'm, it can't be a certainty. Like your LeBron James, I'm putting it in the vault. This is not real. <laughs> that, that is. It's the Miz versus Daniel Bryan. That's my, that's my prediction it for WrestleMania be, 35. It won't be Roman Reigns for the eighth WrestleMania in a row? Nope. No one likes Roman Reigns. Like, even I know that. I haven't watched wrestling since 2001. I don't know who The Miz and Daniel... I don't know who Roman Reigns didn't is. Um, Brian. Oh. Didn't I showed where he said Roman Reigns and I thought of Nicolas Cage in... Yeah, yes. Yeah, gone in 60, gone seconds. 60 seconds. <laughs> didn't, um, didn't The Miz win like a Tough Enough or something? He won like a, Nobody like a knows, talent Sean. search show. Nobody knows. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. Um, I've got, that's all on the AFL, I suppose, oh, isn't it? Tom Lynch. Tom Lynch. Gone for this season. Well, he's gone forever. He's moving to Melbourne. He'll never play for Gold Coast again. Do you think that? Everyone, that's that's, that's my consensus. Certainty. You want me to put that in the bank? He will never play for Gold Coast again. Wow. Certainty. Certainty. I'm well, happy to you, put that in a long-term certainty. Yeah, done. Lock it away. There's, you know what I don't like? I don't, I don't, I don't, I, he's restricted. No one's triggered the whole matching thing, have they? No, because, I mean, why would you? Because you're Gold Coast and you're desperate. But it's a lame duck provision. Why would you match the contract and make a guy who doesn't want to stay, stay? You can sign a two-year contract and go for free in two years' time. Yeah, but why? But it buys you two years to... What could that say to the rest of the group? You can sign this guy, I don't, I don't want to be here. Let me leave. Like, he becomes a political prisoner. Then becomes why is a, it... No, becomes no, no. a prisoner of war. I'm going to absolutely just... POW. You know... Give it right to you here, but Let it mm. yeah, why? Then why do we have restricted free agents? Well, we shouldn't have it at all. That's what yeah, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm Tom Lynch. You know what? There's a little bit of chat in the. I think it was over the weekend where Mark Evans got on radio. Mark Evans is CEO of the Gold Coast Suns, and he was talking a little bit about Tom Lynch, and obviously gets asked the question inevitably, staying, going, whatever. If I'm, what I don't, we spoke about honesty. I think it might have been episode one. Mm. It's like just call a spade a spade, New mate. Hope. Yeah, that's right. That's Phantom Menace's episode one. Um, Sorry. <laughs> it's like, just call a spade a spade, mate, and come out. They're going to ask that's you about right. Tom Don't Lynch. Don't fluff around. They're going to ask you about Tom Lynch. You know they're going to ask you about Tom Lynch. Just come out and say, look, at this stage, it certainly looks more likely he's leaving than staying. We're going to do everything we can to convince him to stay. He's a required player. We want him to stay. At the moment, it does look like he's leaving, blah, blah, blah. Don't faff about, oh, he hasn't made a decision. 
We haven't spoken to his management. They would be speaking to each other weekly. Mm. And if they're not, he's gone. That's the same reason. But maybe he is deciding. Maybe that is the truth. I can be a bit of a see you next Tuesday. But if he's done a knee or needs... It's a PCL, I believe. Um, I'm not saying they're wrapping him up. He'd be no, no. What, I, what I, I'd be asking him, mate, you've got two weeks. Let's make know. a decision. That's Otherwise, right. some other mob can pay for this. Yeah. And on, on your bike. There's there's a degree you've just get it done. Like I know I know. there's probably like a duty of care and all this other crap. That, yeah, that, yeah. They'd be union. obliged they'd to. They'd be union Lockie, Lockie Henderson's mm. the... I was very proud of our club. Well, they it, just front out, flat out said, what are you doing? What are you doing? I want to leave. See you later. Yeah. Okay, go. Go. Don't play the last three rounds. Just get out of here. Go. I think, um, like, that's the same reason we spoke about, like, a guy like a Darcy Moore, for instance. The longer it goes on, Tom Lynch is the same. is a little bit the same. The longer it goes on... Where's Degoe going? You'll, mm. That's... Oh, I'm not going to have fifth... The other certainty was there to roll you up, Sean, obviously, <laughs> but Degoe will be my certainty. He will sign for Collingwood. Sign for... Guarantee he's not going anywhere. Depends what North's offer is. North will pick up Josh Kelly in free agency next season. Can North stop um, chasing these free agents in public? So, because embarrassing. What, what it's didn't Geelong? It's didn't Geelong fly to Adelaide? Yeah, but that wasn't so much. That that was just because I was at the airport, oh, sort of thing. Where else do you fly to? No, no, but I understand. But that was why. Like they weren't openly courting these players in the media. That's where you generally fly into as an airport, mate. Unless you're Peter Hudson, they didn't hold. And you can fly right into the stadium. They didn't hold a bloody press conference at the airport. Going, we're just going to Port Adelaide to chat to Travis Boak. They didn't say that. What I'm saying is they did it last year with Martin and yep. Kelly. They do it and it's like, it's embarrassing. Stop doing it. Just get I reckon the deal they'll land done. him. I reckon they'll land him. And if Mark Murphy goes, he'll go to North. Nah, That's but- not my certainty. And I think Mark will stay. But Mark will leave if we... If Josh we, Kelly and Dylan Shield will not want. be at the GWS in two years' time. There you go. Yeah, that's probably fair enough. Um, are we done on football, AFL? Uh, look, oh. Just a good news story. I like the bloke. Jack Trengove, no R, not Grove. Jack, Jack Trengove. Yep. Yes. Playing against us this week. But the bloke said, Terrible shit foot injury. Shit for luck. Did he do the navicular? Don't know. Every time you say navicular, I think of Tim Davis. Did he do his navicular? No, he just loves saying the word navicular. What about a good metatarsal? Metatarsal? More um, British people knew what a metatarsal David was. David injury. Beckham broke yeah. it. Right, Wayne Rooney mm, did yeah. his metatarsal. You know what the one in your hand's called? It's got a metacarpal. Metacarpal, yeah. Well, Good. Go. That's enough for Sean Peter Budge, MD, yeah. for mm. this week. No, no, look, he's, he's he's getting his first game since he's been at Port Adelaide. So this guy was taking pick two in the draft along with yeah, Tom Scully, Scully to Melbourne all those years ago. <laughs> he's just had shitful luck. Games changed on him. That didn't help him either. When, you know, the game started speeding up and he's not a very quick footballer, but I'm happy for him. Disappointed he has to come back against my team, mm. but um, I'm happy for him. I'm happy that you're happy. Right. So just repeating, I think Michael Hurley should go to Hawthorne or Melbourne. Look, Johnny Raincloud, mate, he's just yeah. He's very, oh, it's great. No, look, I, I, I don't disagree with that. Okay, what have we got next? <laughs> the NBA, I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, NBA. Alex, I'm not talking about NBA. Oh, oh Sean, you're, you're our resident go-to I NBA. I got a few notes on the NBA. Do you want them? Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give us your notes. Yeah, yeah, obviously, James Harden won the MVP, which I thought we was that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the NBA awards, which, which, yeah, I yes. thought, which I thought was the wrong decision personally. But that's that's just my call. I didn't have a vote. Um, he won it based by, on he won it by about two hundred and twenty votes. Yeah, he so won it. Uh, Davis obviously, third. and based on regular season. Um, ben Simmons won the rookie of the year. No surprise there. Jason Tatum may as well not even figured. I did. I, I imagine he didn't turn up. 
probably no point of Jason Tatum turning up for the awards. Jason oh, to Tatum, celebrate his peer, to, you know. No, you did. No, you deserve to be there. But yeah, it was. I thought it was a two horse race. I thought was. the two horse race would be a lot. There was a closer. bit of banter. There was a bit of banter before the awards kicked off with the not a rookie mm. rookie business. Well, but technically, uh, he's out of the hundred and one votes for first place, so you had to you know first place, second place, third place. So it's a one two three system. Ben Simmons got ninety first place votes compared to Donovan Mitchell's eleven. I thought it'd be a lot closer. So Tatum, yeah, I thought Tatum, it'd be Tatum closer, didn't get any. Didn't get no. Didn't get in. So and he probably. Yeah, I don't think he deserved it. But it's he, a little hard to, but he yeah. did do better in the post. I suppose it's so interesting, isn't it's it? It's regular season form. More importantly, I think for for Ben and I picked up on this very very early. Ben was trumpeting himself to win the award only because he gets a fat bonus from Nike, I presume, and the Sixers. I love the Phillies. Yes, <laughs> you've called them the Sixers for the first time Beautiful. ever. Correctly, but. He is Maybe our I resident NBA joke. expert. Yeah, the um, Phillies. But no, the, but um, you, you would have loved the poster. I didn't see it. Because he had that whole thing that he's not a rookie. So, Nike do come up with good ones. Well, Donovan, Nike's Donovan big, had that. big poster. Says, was, and Donovan rocked up. In a van that said, not a rookie or something with a yeah. question mark. Had Adidas branding on it or something. Yeah, jerk off, Donovan Mitchell. Good basketball, but jerk off. So Ben Simmons' is big poster by Nike is Ben in the middle. Very long, kind of, you know, wing-style long Michael Jordan poster. Yep. They don't use that one often enough. I think they need to use the wings IP (laughs) more often. Um, Any chance they get. not a rookie on one side, and on the other side it says the rookie. Is A like a italicized? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I get it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, That's good. In other words, not A. It's, yeah, it's playing on the whole... That whole narrative of yeah, him not actually being That's a the rookie. danger, isn't it? When you come up with those really cool marketing things, you've got to what's the blowback? You've got to try to anticipate mm. oh, they'll yeah. come back. Go, what are they gonna come back with? Yeah, you've got to think about it. And sometimes a few moves ahead. And sometimes it's more trouble than it's worth because Adidas come out with that and they think it's scathing and Twitter goes, you know, Adidas bury Ben Simmons in just one or something rubbish rubbish like that. <laughs> you know, and it was, more, it was more about Ben Simmons being a rookie or not than how good a season Donovan had. But versus... ultimately, Nike and Ben Simmons win the day because their comeback is better. Yeah, if, if, and they won the rookie of the year. So that's the yeah, ultimate, right? Sort so. of irrelevant. Ultimately, he isn't a rookie, though, really. Te- well, I don't like the... it. Oh, it's his first year in the system. Yeah, but it's his second year. Yeah. No, he didn't play the first year. Yeah, but he was on the list. So that was the. Anyway, that was it. Yeah. And then obviously the other story was uh, Dwayne Casey, who does have a job now. He does. He's moving to the Pistons um, <laughs> for next season. So <laughs> It's funny. Dwayne Casey is the coach of the year. A guy who got swept by one man. Yeah. In LeBron oh, James. So, oh, LeBron look, James, the boogeyman in Toronto. The fact that Brad Stevens, look, I, I hang shit on Alex in, in, in Boston enough, but Brad Stevens is the best coach in the NBA. <laughs> he got third. Yeah, third. So oh, in regular season, I don't, look, no, I don't understand what they're what they whether it be regular season post. What are they looking at? It's like how the AFL premiership coach isn't automatically coach of the year. Should be coach of the year. Brendan Bolton won. If Brendan Bolton wins ten games yeah. with us, he's the coach of the year. No, coach of the year is the guy who wins the flag. No, nah. that's my opinion. What did Mick Walter say? Mick, someone asked, "Who's the best coach of coaching?" Mick years? sometimes didn't stop talking. No, that's true. He, he could, I was in a um, meeting once, and that uh, meeting was meant to go for fifteen minutes. It went for fifty-five minutes. Um, started, <laughs> Mick's still in that meeting. He started. Te- he started. He started. Um, started like quoting uh, selected excerpts of uh, Sun Tzu: The Art of War. 
and quoting General Rommel. The General Rommel quote was good, though. He said, um, no plan survives first contact. And I was like, I like that. I'm going to use it. Um, <laughs> Ari Gold's version of uh, oh, the, the Art, Art of, of War. War. Yeah. When you're done, <laughs> you're done fucking your enemies. <laughs> Fuck them some more. <laughs> he said that to Lloyd. And Lloyd goes, I don't think he said that. He goes, I'm paraphrasing Lloyd. <laughs> I didn't know what we were talking about. Oh. Something about Mick Malthouse. Where did that come up? Oh, Mick Malthouse, what he said about coaching, yeah. of course. Yeah. All right, yeah. most improved player, Victor Let me finish Ol- my story, <clears throat> dickhead. Oh, you're the one who said we don't know where we're going. No, I was trying to come back around. All right, so go aggressive. for it. So aggressive. Go for it. He said, I don't know if I want so to tell you anymore. Oh, okay. All no, right. I will. What he said was, um, <laughs> <laughs> what he said was the best coach in the league. Who's the best coach you coached against? Who's the best? And he goes, um, the person with the best team. Mm. So the best coach is always the one who has the best team. So simply it's a shit story. No, no, it's what I, Oh, well, you're fucking. I'm sure you'll come up with a story about. <laughs> no, no, no. Not you saying that story, but him, Mike, is like. No, no, no. But he said that. No, but he was asked when he retired, "Who's the best coach?" And it was like, "Well, I can't say it's Kevin Sheedy or it's Dennis Pagan or it's whoever. It's whoever's got the best team is the most difficult to coach against." And it's true. Sometimes it was him. So it had nothing to do with the coach, is what he's saying. No, no. He said sometimes he was the one you know, with the premiership team and the best team. Okay. So it's that thing where you go. But it was, the question was, who was the best coach you coached against? Yeah, and the point he was making was, well, it moved so quickly. Yeah. So so I'm the be, best coach be that Brad I've ever coached Stevens, against. Or whether it be, you know, it's an existential battle he was having in the coach <laughs> against himself. Um, no, but some people would say, oh, it's Brad Stevens. Some people would say, oh, it's um, Kyle, what's the, so Steve Kerr is the best coach. But some people would easily argue that, well, no, Brad Stevens' coaching efforts this year were far better than Steve Kerr because Kerr's got the best team. There's arguments for all, but I, I don't know. I, I kind of agree with the final you know, result in, in Casey getting the top nod. So, can, sorry, we, we, you did tell me this um, a couple of weeks ago, but I've forgotten what you said. Oh, yeah. Why was Dwayne Casey sacked? Well, after the performance that um, they put in, in in the postseason. They got beaten by one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, but they were, just they were top of the East and the conference. Ex- and then but they're but really surely, the, surely the Raptors have got enough sense to look at the bigger picture. And swept. And, no, but surely the Raptors have got enough sense to look at the bigger picture. I don't know. He's obviously not getting the best out of what they think is I a just, very so, good team. I don't yeah, care. that's what I think. I don't know a whole lot about basketball, but I know enough that the Celtics, and particularly um, the Cavs mm-hmm. this past season were only interested in qualifying. And there was a lot about the Cavs back after the season. It was just qualify. Yeah, it was. Just qualify. We don't need to push ourselves to win 60 games. We don't need it. Yep. We just need to win enough games to qualify. And once we're there, we'll do our business. So right there, you've got a diluted Eastern Conference that the Raptors sit atop of. Yep. But by virtue of the fact that other teams were managing themselves into the playoffs. It's they not, it's interested not, in it's finishing not the top. first year he's come up against... But just accept you know, But just accept that you aren't as good as they. They got two of the best players in the NBA. Sure. Then what's the point of of getting the, the top spot in the Eastern Conference? Like they pushed for it and got the home court advantage, and then and then ultimately lost, swept. But just realize that maybe you have to be realistic. You have to be pragmatic about the situation. We're going to speak about this later, I imagine, with the Socceroos. Oh yeah. Be pragmatic and just go. You know what? At the end of the day, our best wasn't good enough. Pragmatic. Yeah, pragmatic. So do you just, while bronze in the Eastern Conference, you just let it 
Well, no, while he's playing NBA, we've spoken just, about this before. You say that there are teams <clears> in the in the uh, we were in the NFL, at Tom Brady's teams that he goes against that don't they? They're not even actively. They're not interested. They in. aren't actively improving themselves. Whilst one man is mm. in the NFL, that's pathetic. It's not like that. It's using what you've got to try to get better. If Dwayne Casey's done an amazing job and finished top, double down. Sit there and go. You know what? Removing this guy it's, isn't going to necessarily make us better. In isolation, you're probably correct, but Thank it's you. been a number of years. Mm-hmm. Where he hasn't been able to take that next step. He's got Kyle Lowry, he's got Demar Derozan, Sergio Bucker was there. Like yeah, they're, 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 these aren't bums, mate. They're stacked. So LeBron yeah. is one awesome player, but I think you know they've given him two or three seasons to try and get over this hump, hmm. and I don't think he's the one to take him. They obviously think what they've got player-wise is, so be- is, is better. And it was him? and it was also the, the the series afterwards where the Celtics pushed the Cavs to seven games, and the top seed in the Eastern Conference, the Raptors, got swept. It's it, and the Celtics roster is not as good as. At what point do you then question the mentality of the players? Yeah, you have to, don't you? As At well, what point but do you then sit there and go? What's it easy to change a coach or a whole no, plane? Absolutely. List? Oh well, in basketball, I suppose. It's mm-hmm. not, yeah, know. true. But who? I mean, who comes in to replace him then? Because they're on a hiding to nothing immediately. If they're mm. saying mm. top of the East, and when do they get knocked out? Semi-finals, conference semi-finals? Off. Um, when was it? It was... Conference semi-finals? Yeah. yeah. Whatever it was. If they're saying top seed in the East and you got knocked out by the team, the ultimate beaten finalist, ultimately, mm. that's not good enough. No, it's not. So what's, what is a pass mark for whoever comes into the role? Nick Nurse. The, he was an assistant there. I've never been heard na- of this man. He's been... Oh. Let's be honest. Unless he was coaching the Cavs, you know the the common person. Basketball follows obviously no Ty Lue because you know he played in the league. But mm. you know who's Ty Lue? Who's Mike D'Antoni? Like you don't know them until he's coach of the Knicks. So you do. Mm. Who? Mike D'Antoni was he coach of the Knicks? He might have been. Was at one point. Yeah, yeah. At one point. That's a revolving door in and of itself. Mm. Did a few years in uh, in Eurobasket. Mm. Who do you coach? Who do you coach in Eurobasket? I'm going to say... Panathinaikos? No, an Italian team. Olympiakos? I think he coached Milan. Real Madrid? Would have been Milan. Barcelona? Or Milan, as you... There you go. Red Star Belgrade? Did you uh, want to move on into a, a bit on. of... Uh, well, not, it's still NBA, but a bit draft-related NBA. Yeah. Um, obviously, I had a certainty last week that... Um, you wouldn't believe how excited I was when this draft was happening and I was waiting for the pick to come through. Pick uh, one. And I let out an almighty audible, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dondre Ayton went number one to the Suns. They could have named anyone at pick one and Sean would have gone, is that the guy? No, no, no. I knew, I knew that was <laughs> Based the Based on his name. Gone. You sent me images. He had his own, yeah, I knew you know, his own basketball with the name on it and stuff. And I, I knew who. I knew the name I was looking out for and I saw him and I was like, shit. Yeah. Did you see the bike the, the Spurs picked? Lonnie Walker. With the big hair. Out of Miami. His hair was so big. That his presentation cap. That's <laughs> just to delicately place it just on the delicately top of his balanced afro. on the top of his afro, which is yeah, he's got kind of like a what the weekend kind of used to have. That was I didn't like that style. I don't even know what that is. It's kind of an afro man bun that's pointed forward. But, yeah, but um, made it his own. Did the Bulls so have the Bulls obviously drafted a center? So I think the Bulls have gone best available player at seven. When do Certainly. you realistically forecast that the Bulls will be good? I'm going to go with not for a while. That's a, that's a good answer. This time last year, I said to Pete, I said to players. Pete that the Eagles would win three games for the season. They only need. We won the Super Bowl. So. 
on that logic, the balls are doing nothing. You're going to do what we're doing in North Melbourne. You're going to just talk them down, talk them That's down, right. talk them down until they That's win right. the thing. North. So, okay. So we should get a premiership medallion if North. We should. We've been, a, we've been an equal part of this premiership triumph. So, um, Celtics picked up someone that uh, you'd like, Fab. Robert Williams the third, oh. like someone with numbers at no, the end no, of their name. Three. Yep, RW three, RW three. That's right from Texas A and M. So you power forward you position. Know, Robert Williams. Are they the Aggies? That's it. Yeah, I do know. It's that. like the Carter Junior that we've picked up. Mm. Your surname's Carter. That's it. Yeah, I'll leave it. Well, I just want to make sure you don't think his forty-five-year-old father's playing for you. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it's like remember that we did that in football. When they're like, oh, Gary Abler Jr. does it again. I'm like, well, it sure as shit isn't fucking seen him. <laughs> he retired 20 years ago. Yeah. So now Alex is... Um, that would be a story if Gary Ablett Sr. came out on the weekend and had 30 and kicked four. <laughs> <laughs> Coke to the eyeballs. Um, well, jeez. Diego well, Maradona. Where are you? Well, Fab. It's honest. It's truth. I'm sure he'd be tested rigorously. Um you heard the Ackermanna story on the footy show the other no, night? No, I don't, cool. I don't watch the footy show. Um, he was talking about a game where they played... <coughs> uh, was telling, a game They played Carlton at, at Prince's Park. And they, I think that premiership years for them, so we were rubbish. We beat them. By about 100-something points. Whoa. And um, they've come into the rooms and Acker goes... Acker was injured. But I'm not going to tell the story. People saw it last night. Hmm. But effectively, Asada have knocked on the door. You do need to tell the story because I fucking didn't see it. So got no, no, no I don't want to go through the whole thing. But yeah, Asada have knocked on the door... While Lee Matthews is trying to give him a bake, uh-huh. and he's like ignored it a few times, and they keep knocking on the door, and he's like, yeah, "Who the who the hell's that?" Oh, it's Asada, the drug people, and he's just opened the door and gone. Does it look like my can players are on drugs <laughs> after that performance? <laughs> so uh, yeah, I thought quite funny. Oh, was that the two thousand one game where we beat him by like twelve goals? Yeah, was it one was, of their uh, last losses of the year. Yeah, it was. It was one of the, it was premiership years yeah, for them. It would have been it because we certainly weren't winning games in. Two, three, and four. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's so, a wonderful story to segue us into another sport, I think. Okay. Because we really want. We really want. No, no, no. We, oh. No, no, no. We're not doing that yet. Oh, come on. We've gone too soon. We've got to really briefly. This is my baby. Go for it. Formula One. Okay, yep. Really? Yep. I've got one thing this after week? that, but There on. was a race at Paul Ricard. It was terrible. Yes. It was won by Lewis Hamilton. It was awful. It was really difficult to watch. The circuit, unfortunately, didn't really live up to what we were hoping. Return to France for the first time in 10 years. Go back to Magni Well, they might do because Paul Ricard, not a great... The drivers weren't fans of it. And you could see on Friday practice it was going to be tricky. No passing. Um, they had issues with the track layout. I'm not sure if, if listeners were watching the French Grand Prix, you would see sections of, um, of Paul Ricard. It's a very versatile track. You can configure it a number of different ways. And there was a particular section of the track which was confusing. Hmm. It was snaking through, but you could configure it a million different ways if you wanted to. Okay. Um, it actually caused Ricardo some issues later because he had front wing damage. It's very sweeping, a lot of sort of chicane-ish, very sweeping corners. He had no downforce. Um, the race was somewhat compromised. Sebastian Vettel clipped Valtteri Bottas at the start. Those two guys were well and truly out of the running for the rest of the day. Vettel sort of drove quite well to, to try to salvage something, but... Um, Hamilton just drove into the distance. And, uh, Mumbling Kimmy made it onto the podium. Did he did, he, he did. Well, he was helped a little bit. Ricardo's pace was very good early, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he, he had a Where did he finish? Uh, fourth. Third. He had really bad un- understeer. Daniel, Daniel finished fourth. Daniel oh, finished so, fourth. Sorry. Um, no, Kimmy, Kimmy. Kimmy made it onto third, the podium yeah. third. Okay. Did you, did you catch any of the uh, press conference? I saw the weird... Uh, did you see the trophies? The trophy was a gorilla holding a Pirelli tyre... Racist. ...above its head. 
But the gorilla was um, the French flag. It was painted in the French flag. It was one of the weirdest trophies I've ever seen. Okay. I think I've got a bit of Kimmy's um, press conference here. That's Kimmy. That's all you get. That's someone that yeah. Kimmy, you won the grace. How are you feeling? Well, of course, I'm feeling very good, though. Oh, my Lord. Someone inject that man with a bit of adrenaline. It's better than Nikki Ladder. Have you ever seen Nikki Ladder interviewed? Nikki just seemed angry all the time. No, nah, Nikki, they, they sit there and they'll be like, I'll try to do Nikki Louder. They sit there and they'll go. <laughs> <laughs> so I g- thought, me, I thought me, my own question was on. so bad me, that we'd move give on. Me que- give me a question. Give me um, Nikki Louder, Executive uh, Vice Chairman of Mercedes. Lewis Hamilton's won the French Grand Prix. Give me a question. I'll try to answer it as Nikki Louder. <laughs> Got off to a good start today, Nikki. Yes, of course. Uh, Lewis started the race very well. <laughs> and of course, uh, Sebastian made contact with Valtteri. That was no good. But Lewis did very well in the end, won the race. He's very matter of fact, isn't he? Yeah, you sit there and be like, of fact. wasn't a good day for you today, uh, Nikki, that the Mercs you know, liked a bit about. The car was shit. At no speed. <laughs> it sounds a little Jose Mourinho. It doesn't sound like anything like Jose <laughs> it's Mourinho. Do you, do you Mourinho? Well, of course. It is me. It is Jose. <laughs> it's, it's the same. It's not it's the, the same. same fucking voice. But yeah, Nikki's just really Our, listen, like our listeners should take the Twitter to say... Nikki Dada talked about like this. Vote. Vote. The Sean's uh, impersonations of Nikki Ladder and Jose Mourinho sound it's a identical. a completely different voice. It's a different intonation. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. Uh, it's just louder. Is this louder? Is that louder or is that I Mourinho? I think it's a loud Mourinho. Um, <laughs> obviously, the other news come out of the weekend. Uh, Lewis... Signed a new deal, forty million pounds a year to stay at Mercedes, which is far too much money. But obviously they got it, so they'll pay it. Um, so he'll he'll uh, he's locked away one of those seats. Bottas a little bit up in the air still. Obviously Kimmy's still up in the air. Daniel's still up in the air. Looking like Daniel might stay put at this really? stage. The talk has somewhat died down. With Ferrari Ferrari would be mad to keep Kimmy. Mad, mad. He's he's done. We spoke about this last week, um, but obviously both. He's on the podium. Sebastian and... Sebastian is the number one driver. Sebastian and Lewis... The other guy is just occupying a seat. Sebastian and Lewis don't want a guy that will challenge them. At the moment, the title is a two-horse mm. race. And Ferrari aren't a garage that have historically encouraged competition. competition. Not at all. Not at all. So um, we've got a second race of the hat-trick coming up this weekend is at Austria, which is technically Red Bull's home track. They own it, uh, the uh, Red Bull ring. Right. They own a lot. Um, mm. So it's a, it's it could be a good race. <coughs> I think it, it could be – it's only about a 70-second lap. It'll probably be like a 67-second lap around the uh, the Red Bull ring. So a good opportunity for um, the Red Bulls to win some more points um, going into – I think we've got this, and then the next one might be – can't remember the third the third league is, but there's three races in three weeks. Is it Baku? No, we've already had Baku. Um, that was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but yeah, so I can't remember the third one. It's unimportant. Is Spa back on the on the calendar? Spa's always on the calendar. It, it wasn't a couple, for a while. No, it was. It missed a couple of years ago, but it's been consistently on the calendar. Best track. That's your favourite circuit, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Spa's unbelievable. Spa's got uh, Eau Rouge, which is one of the best corners in Formula One. Mm. Very very good male aftershave. Eau Rouge. Mm, I think it's just called Rouge, but yeah. So it's mm. nothing like Eau Rouge, which is a corner. But yep. no, it's a brilliant track. You've got the bus stop Chicago, Stavolo, and uh, Blanchemont. But yeah, Eau Rouge is, if, if anyone wants to see the greatest pass in Formula One history, put in Mark Webber, Fernando Alonso, Eau Rouge. The Belgian Grand Prix, was that the one with the carnage at the start? I'm pretty sure that Which was one? the Which one? When Grosjean. In the, Grosjean no, no, no. Flipped. I'm talking about the 90s, in the wet. Oh. And they've had to do a complete restart. It was unbelievable carnage. This is back in the day of T cars. Yeah. And. Half the field were bolting yeah. to the pits, and the drivers who were second fiddle were like... There was unbelievable oh, carnage uh, at the end of one 
10 or 11 years ago when um, Kimi and Lewis Hamilton were dueling in the wet at the end mm. of the track and Kimi was driving like a drunk. <laughs> it was just all over the circuit. Um, but look, that, that's what we've got uh, for everyone at the moment. Poor Ricardo. It was the 98 Bit of a fizzle. Belgian Grand Prix. So look that up if you want to see some uh, some carnage. I might look that up now while Beautiful. we talk. We're gonna we're gonna segue into another sport. Oh, not yet. No, no. Yeah. We'll oh, go. I've got a quick. I've got a quick bit on, on boxing. If anyone cares, yeah. someone yeah. care. Yeah, go on it. All right. Um. So I think the World, the World Cup's going to be finished by the time. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no. This is very, news. very, this is very news. quick. Yep. No, it's just the so the Wilder Joshua fight. I think is has been blown up. So I think. That won't happen anymore. I think Joshua will fight um, Povetkin. What are you talking about? Last week you were getting me jazzed for this Yeah, fight. no, I was pretty jazzed about it too, but um, I Who's think there's fighting? some... Who's he fighting? Povetkin, I think is his name. fighting the Washington Capitals captain. <laughs> no. Um, so I think there's reports I that... I think he's still swimming laps in the, uh, in the fountain. He's still celebrating that guy. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so I think there's reports that um, Joshua signed... Um, that fight to avoid fighting with Wilder, and I think that's that's the rumor going around. Eddie Hearn, he, um, Joshua's uh, manager, sort of denied that and said that they um, sent the contract through to Wilder. He hasn't signed it. They're getting pressured by the WBA oh, to they did um, a fax. They did a Man United. They did an Ed Woodward with a fax machine. They have. They have. I love that fax machine. So they're pressuring him to fight and defend it, and so they've had to sign something. Um, the Wilder camp saying that uh, they're they're avoiding. The fight, uh, and Joshua's camp is saying that they need to fight somebody, and, and Wilder isn't signing. So we'll see what happens, but uh, it's not going to happen. It's not going to be the first fight from now that they'll do. Um, it's it's not detrimental, but they can't let it drag on. Yeah, that's for right. Years. Yeah, that's right. That's how you get caught in these like Pacquiao and Mayweather should have fought eight years ago. You want to get these two fighters in their prime. They don't effectively they? don't want to fight. No, they don't. Other. No, they don't. It's all smoke and mirrors to, to avoid each other, but hmm. they should just be forced. Rankings should be forced. They should be. There should be. Uh, look, this is the number one challenger. There, there isn't a he, sense he can go. For there, the belt. there isn't a sense that obviously that you have to defend the title. There should be mandatory. You've got to defend the title on or before whatever the date, and but really tighten it up. Really tighten it up. Really bring it in. You've got to defend the title on or before this day. I've just watched the Fab just threw a mint or a bar chewing gum into his mouth. An Eclipse mint. Um, I'm just watching the start of the Belgian Grand Prix 1998. Yeah, chaos. David Coulthard looks like he just loses control, veers into the wall at a right angle, spears across the track. A Jordan's gone, a Ferrari's gone, a Sauber's gone. This is crazy. <laughs> Every car basically is Another guy, one of the guys at the back of the field, someone just covered their mouth in sheer horror in the pits. <laughs> one of the guys... I actually have no idea how he didn't see the incident coming. He literally was 55 miles down the track and still ran into it. <laughs> Are there any cars with tyres left on them, especially front front? I think, I think the lead to Eddie... Did they just start the race again? Would be like, Eddie, Eddie they, yeah, they did restart. But so if, I think there was a 22-car field, so 11, car, 11 drivers went and got a T-car. Eddie Irvine's trying to drive with the front wing wedged under his car. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I always remember that. Oh, that's what's happened. Uh, Oh, spun. Coulthard spun. He's collected a Sauber. It's not, yeah. a, it's not, a, no, visual. It's not no. a visual. No, no it's look not it up. It's madness. It looks like these guys have never driven before. So I, I'm getting credit for, for a good suggestion. Yeah, that was a good suggestion. Alex okay. just looked like he wanted to say something. Alex, you're <laughs> either going to dance. I was about to dance. World Cup. We do. We're doing it? it. Give it to us. Yes. Yes, do it. Because we really want it. Yeah. Do we really want it? Yeah. yeah Sean right. hates when we... Get, I'm start. get into some Ricky Martin. <laughs> I'm going to lead off. We're going to touch base. I think we'll start with the Socceroos. Oh, yes. Yes. Can I ask people in the room here, 
What were your expectations of the Socceroos when we arrived in Russia? Not much. Not much. No. Ultimately, what the team has achieved, I think, is okay. Couple is of it, good, couple of good performances. So it's a pretty, pa- it's a pass mark. I think, I think our performance against France, our organisation against France, it wasn't a great performance, but we were organised. We did a job. We weren't completely out of our depth. And no, our performance when you against, it to be. our performance against Denmark suggested that we'd be we put up a better fight than what we did against Peru. Now, mm. in the end, it was all in vain. But I I was very disappointed with our Peru. I don't understand though. Three days ago, we went from being satisfied with the performances, yeah, yeah, to feeling betrayed. Yesterday morning, oh, we've been eliminated. This is a disgrace. Craig Foster got all over the media. When it, I we're, think it was he was cowards. We're not well, playing the Australian way. Craig, we don't have a footballing identity. But I think that's what he was upset about. Is where is this going? What what's our plan for? It yeah, should but, start yeah, now no, for the next four years. If you listen to social media and even the people who are supposed to have an educated opinion. Everyone's been calling for Tim Kale. What oh. do we want to do? Is that that's our strategy? We're not playing the Australian way. Oh. Uh, yeah, hoof the ball to Tim Kale. I don't know whether necessarily they were saying no, that because were. we left. Crazy man. Do, do, Everyone was calling for Timmy. That wasn't the answer. We we don't have a I number against, nine at all against Peru, where I thought they could have exported the um the you know the aerial threat mm. against Denmark and France. So they got taller defenders, bigger bodies. Might not have worked so mm. so well, but I think starting them against Peru would have been a, a better shout. Yeah, can, you, can you tell me? And what happens if Timmy, we don't score? How's Timmy been travelling recently? Oh, that's right. No, he, he has a team. Doesn't only only player at the World Cup. He doesn't have a team. Has anyone seen him? Did anyone see him in his last days at Melbourne City? He wasn't playing because he was a liability. Warren Joyce actually had to sit there and go. He has, and I think he went there because he has the ability to change a game in twenty minutes. But that's all he's got. Yeah, that's right. So people, this attack couldn't play with him. But people calling for him to start are like, no, he cannot start. No, the fact that Bert didn't bring him on against Denmark. Yeah, I I can accept that. Ten minutes, ten minutes. Of course, I, I, I was calling for it as well. Timmy needs to play, but not. The f- not to start the game, no. I think it showed Arzani just, needs to start. I think it showed just a lack Jeez, of faith Arzani as well. couldn't, couldn't run 20 minutes on a treadmill without collapsing. It's. I think it runs, you know, if you think about the, the lack of faith shown in like a Jamie McLaren opting instead for Tommy Urich. Yeah. Who's got no pace. Is he? No very, pace. Yeah, very limited. What does, what does, Even in, this is what I don't understand. What does Tommy Urich do well? Hair. So we're hanging crap on Robbie Cruz as a sporting nation. Oh, I didn't I don't see much. Like I didn't see, I didn't see like much Robbie Cruz because Robbie much Cruz gives effort, but he's he's just he's not a footballer. He's not a footballer. He's got a, like a triangle shaped head. He's like Matthew Lecky. Oh, Matthew Lecky. Matthew Lecky didn't effort tick. Yeah, pace tick. Um, Crossing a football, uh, controlling a football, passing a football. He had some off a, moments, but Alex, when you have the ball, mm. he cannot do anything. Anything. His first touch makes Romelu Lukaku look like Leo Messi. Yeah, That's, are you comparing him to those players? No, I'm, I'm just trying to compare him to a player worthy of playing at a World Cup. Now, like I said, I don't want to overly criticise people mm. like him and like Robbie Cruz because their effort is probably, you know... What do you think of Tommy Rogic? Flatters to deceive a little bit. I think, he's, I think he's got talent. I think he's got ability. I think he looks a little bit lackadaisical. But I think that's just that's just his mannerisms. Yeah. But people again, I think those guys were okay. Besides Robbie Cruz, I didn't see much of him in in those games. But um, oh, just the attacking, who's who's shooting the ball, who's scoring for us? No, we don't, have, we don't anyone. have anyone. And that's that's the real that's a real fact. And that's not Bert Van Marwijk's fault. 
No, it's not. All these oh, people, it is if he hasn't put people in the squad. Yeah, but all these. But who's who should he put in the squad ahead of those? It's guys? a bigger. It's a bigger question, right? It's a bigger question. You would have got just as much value out of me and Tim Kale. Surely we have an Australian in the A League who's. This is the problem. Naturalise like, we, We've spoken about that's a Bess. good Bess. Get Bess in. If you, geez, how fucking slow would he have been? We have to touch on that later. We'll can, touch on can that I, later. This I spoke about this before once before that we were meant to avoid what has happened at this World Cup. When we qualify for the 2006 World Cup, 12 years later, who could have imagined, if I'd have said to you, in 12 years' time, this is a 2006 World Cup, we get beaten by Italy, if I'd have said to you at the end of that game, we're going to go to Russia in 12 years' time, and you're going to be, we're going to be, the media, the football public, mm. are going to be clamouring for Tim Kale. We've got to give Timmy more minutes. You'd be sitting there going, where the fuck is everyone else? <laughs> <laughs> we 12 years on we are meant to have a generation of players we inspired don't. by no. that we don't we don't we and don't at all what I don't understand is we put the A-League in place and the A-League has gotten better now you might mm. not have gotten better by way of its attendances or you know the growth of the game from the general public or the media or whatever but the standard of football in the A-League has improved yep so we've got a, a competition where I grew up playing football with so many kids who had, and I'm talking about world-class potential, playing mm. for and against. You're like, this kid is world-class. You could just say the way they move, their touch, the touch, their finish, everything about it. But there was no pathways. Now, some of them made it out, went to Europe, made a career for themselves. Do we know any of these people? Uh, Mark Viduka and You played against Mark Viduka. No, 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 I'm saying, but people... Like Mark Viduka, Harry story, wasn't it? No, no, no. People like Mark Viduka. That's kind of how he was setting up that story, wasn't it, Alex? Absolutely not. I I don't know. Just go. Go on. My 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 footballing claim to fame is playing an indoor soccer match against John Markovsky. Yeah. This guy had one of the most lethal boots. They hit the ball very hard in world football. John Markovsky, like so hard you don't even realise it. And I played indoor soccer against Kombutianis, who is the greatest free kick exponent in world football. Better than Bex. Better than Bex. Kombutianis. Better than Roberto Carlos. <laughs> Christian Eriksen. Got nothing on Kombutianis. Kombutianis. <laughs> yeah. Roberto Baggio. He had a fucking oh. video game named after him. <laughs> Roberto Baggio's <laughs> Magical <laughs> Kicks. It's online. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, 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 you can hours, hours it's, on it's, that. It's amazing. It's a great flash game. Um, no, Kombutianis, great for bring it up right now. Um, so what I'm trying to say is players like... Viduka and Kuhl mm. and that made it out of, you know, the junior ranks and yeah. onto Europe to evolve their football. A lot of players didn't. There was no pathways. So they all either were lost to sport mm. or they played other sports. Now we've got at least... So how do we clamour together? We keep, going, we keep going on. There's no structure. There's no... Mate, the structure now is a hell of a lot better than what it was. Mm. We have a national competition. We have some... They've they all got junior sides. Yep. They've all got... Academies, they've all got reserves, they've all we've got women's leagues and everything else. Don't say we need more fun. Yes, we'd like not we need, we'd like more funding. We'd like of course the game to be prioritized. Mm. But the game has been afforded a whole lot more of late than it ever did. Yet ever back then we had generations that were better than yeah, what we're just uh, not producing anyone. Yeah, we're and, then, not and then we let it. There I mean, is no we let it down at the talent. final at that final hurdle when it comes to showcasing ourselves on the biggest stage. I don't think we let ourselves down. We, no, I'm not saying we're not, not Saudi Arabia. Us. No. All right, so 
We just uh, right now we're bereft of. I thought defen- I thought defensively in in the midfield we were okay. We, organized. We were organized, certainly organized. But I just as I say in that final third where the quality was required to finish. We know, needed a little bit more. We did, and speaking of Moy, like he, he obviously, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Moy moves the ball slowly enough when he gets the ball. God, he's slow. Did you, was my, no one's going to pay my pun. That was terrible. Was good, no, oh. that's all right. That's good. All right. I just think he could have been a little bit more attack minded. I think we needed I think he him. Was, he, yeah, I think Miller was enough coverage. Certainly, and and that's the whole thing. Tommy needed someone to play off and with as well. Sean's fist pumping. He's either doing the bob or dance. No, did Roberto Baggio just beautifully cross the ball and his striker ran on the end of it and nailed it. Do you ever do the free kicks where you, you pass it on to your, your teammates? That's what I did because oh. the angle was too severe. Too, yeah, yeah. So um, we'll, re- we'll regather Sean yeah, later on the podcast. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, no, I just uh, I felt like there was a lack of, of, of shots being taken by the Socceroos. In, Who in, said you miss 100% of the shots? Wayne, you don't Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. All right. Well, that's... By so me. There was times where we had an opportunity. Have a crack. There was missed opportunities from from, cor- from corners. And I think our first two games our first pieces, two but, games were great. Hmm. Great team performances. Yep. Not overall performance, obviously not. A little bit unlucky win. not to get a result. Yeah. All right. Yep. So, great team performances in the first two hmm. games. And we didn't turn up in the, in the third. It was a dangerous game. It was always going to be a dangerous game, game well, against Peru. Look, the first goal you caught, the first goal was, was absolute, a sweetly hit Oh, my strike. Lord, what a hit. Yeah. Right? But the next one was two ricochets and went in. But still, you're copying a pretty good goal to start with. So. Yeah, but we're not doing anything. No. If we no. if we produce what we did against Denmark and lost 2-0, people would go, well, hmm. we've copped a worldie. Yep. And a bit of an arsey goal. We've lost 2-0. But at least we created all these chances. We didn't create nothing. We were... No. Everything is static, sideways. Well, you know what I'm over to? What? This whole generation of... And it's the whole Pep Guardiola, Tiki Taka. We all love this. They want to pass it into Everyone the Everyone just loves passing it to each other. Fuck. Stop passing it to someone who's just standing there, who's going to pass it back to you. No one's even giving you pressure. Turn. Yeah. Try to create something. Yeah. Everyone who just keeps... Well, that's what I found when, I, when Azani was on. That's why people tend to gravitate to him. Is He did... Try to take people on. Get his and head up. I'm yeah, not exactly. just talking about a show. I'm talking about everybody in world football. 19 year old kid. Why is he the guy that's the one that's Can injecting I, um, the? Do you think that venom Paul Lynch was turning around and passing it back to Gary Palliser for a bit of one two one two one two for about 15 minutes? Mm. No, no. There Turn haphazardly running forward. Um, I, look, I, I just want to say one thing. You sort of touched on it there a little bit. Can we stop this ass licking of Ange Postecoglou? Can I we, like can Ange. Stop it. I like, I like what Ange represented. Ange, what is that? He wanted to put in place a style of football. What was it? He wanted to start playing three. At the back. He How did we have gone with three at the back against France and Denmark and Peru? Not good. But what, what, what he's trying to say, what Andrew's trying to say is it's the, it's the system and the way to move forward above what it's going to mean for this generation of footballers. Uh, I think that that's the biggest cop-out. I reckon that's people praising something that didn't come to pass. That's okay. So then why, don't, why, we, why don't we criticise Brendan Bolton? Because how we're playing... So we don't have the cattle. Well, neither does Ange. No, well, no. Doesn't no. mean you teach him a different Ange, game style. Ange left the post because he didn't want a, a terrible World Cup hurting his brand. No, I disagree. Why did he leave prior to a World Cup then? A lot of internal politics. Mm. So why would he go to a heard. World Cup? He left because he knew, I think. He didn't have the support. The support. Of who? To, to the play FFA. the style that he, he wanted to the play. FFA. It's a lot of politics. 
Why would politics. he just do it then? Why would he prove just him do- wrong? If he so, if he believes in it so much, no, why because would he him going them? to a World Cup and failing well, could, the yeah, right way, failing the right way, they're just, they're just going to throw it in his face. Well, failing is failing. Look, this is the thing. So everyone we talks need, about the way we need a style, way, mate. We everyone talks style. about the way Ange played. Oh, he played the right way, and Ange is going to have us building a good football philosophy and all this wanky nonsense. Let me go through Ange's record in yep. the latter part of his reign, qualifying yep. from Asia. Yeah. Felt like we had a multitude of chances to yeah. get into the. So here we go. We got uh, we started off a couple of wins mm. all, uh, over Iraq mm. and the UAE. Fantastic. Yep. One all draw with Saudi Arabia. One all draw with Japan. Our only goal was a penalty. Two all draw with Thailand. Both goals were penalties. One all draw with Iraq. A two nil win over the UAE. A three two win over Saudi Arabia. A two nil loss to Japan. Then we beat Thailand two one thanks to an eighty sixth minute goal that got us into a match up against. Syria, one all draw away, 2-1 at home in extra time. Then we played Honduras, nil all away, in one of the most turgid, disgusting displays of football ever fucking committed before we came home to Australia. And we required two penalties and a heavily deflected goal to beat Honduras 3-1 and qualify for the World Cup. He was not building something worth watching. He was not. Can I give you the answer that you gave me? Please do. Doesn't have the cattle. So why is, Doesn't have the cattle. So why is Van Marwick getting flack then? From idiots who don't understand the game. This this nonsense and Craig Foster did it. He got on his un-Australian bullshit and we were cowards and all of this crap. And Lucy Zelich said, oh, we crashed out. Nonsense. We aren't good enough. We were drawn against three other teams that are better than us. Hmm. We put Disagree. In, we put in two pretty good displays. With, with all other teams being better than us? That's right. I think we could have got did a you, result. Didn't you say before the World Cup that Peru hadn't been beaten since 2016? That was the most dangerous game of that wow. of the lot. France Man. one of the favourites to win it, and Denmark are a pretty solid outfit. I knew the f- take the f- away take away the Denmark goal, which was was nice. We had Denmark's measure. No, I, I I don't disagree. That's why I'm saying the, the performance was meritorious. I think we were we were pretty good. Yeah, but Denmark, I think they certainly aren't a worse team than we are. They're a one man team. They are the we're Cleveland, a no, we're, we're Cleveland a no Cavaliers. Man. We're a no man team. Timmy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not disagreeing. This schizophrenic uh, response to us to playing, and then I'm, we lose. But I'm not then disagreeing with you. Your reaction to the media and, and all media, this social, so social, and professional. Re- this is but so much revisionist history. So much revisionist history about Edge's reign. After our first two games, our first two performances, in which I thought we were very, very good as far as our organisation, we were organised, right? The way we wanted to play, we stuck to a task. We were horrible against Peru. Hmm. And what happened between being organised and then just it all falling apart in that last game? We played a side that took their chances and showed a killer instinct. And hmm. a good and that finish. should have been the analysis. We're disappointed. We had a bad game, but we played a side who took their chances, blah, 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 move on. And everyone goes on about... Everyone feels... We all, we're living through this ridiculous era where people are sitting there going, we should be better than we are. And it's like, well, we're not because well, we're, no, we're not very good. I heard Foz after the game. I think he was talking about where are we going from here now? What's what's oh, the plan Foz, from Foz, it's been, we've been now. eliminated for two minutes. It's like, just let this breathe and we'll come back at it. Graham Arnold will come in and he'll, he'll stamp his own imprimatur over the team and we'll see how that goes. Yep. And it's I don't think sitting there going, you know, Jared Waitley's saying it's a, the legacy. What's the legacy? It's a wasted. But how? What were we going to get out of what? this? Look, I'm not turning this into I don't a think Jared bashing podcast. What does he know about football? He knows nothing. I don't yeah. think it's a wasted legacy. You're going to have a few of those players... 
for the next World Cup. I think the legacy of it is. I think going to the World Cup is going to help people like Daniel Arzani. Spot on. Certainly. So, on. And we weren't disgraced. We weren't, you know, like Panama or... You know what would have been disgraceful? Us not qualifying. Us not exactly being Exactly right. But we were there. Look, we're not... We're if not we don't qualify for the next one, that'll be embarrassing. Well, that would be bad. <laughs> um, look, on the Socceroos, we're, we're, I think we're finished with them. We'll move on to the World Cup yes. proper. Well, I mean, look, Messi... Could we, yeah, could we lift? Messi, what? Yeah. Seriously, I just want to say this. The, 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 some of the, He's arrived. Some of the flack that Lionel Messi copped in the past week simply because Ronaldo had the gall to score a penalty and a free kick. Um, and all of a sudden, Messi was just and a header. terrible, the worst player to ever play the game. I think that Messi showed what a complete hack fraud he is by putting in a pretty good display against Nigeria and did somehow ver- did dragging very well. Nigeria over I don't, the line. Sorry, I, I, don't, over the line. I don't disagree with what you're saying. Wow. The crack- but when Leo Messi has a bad game, oh. why can't we call him out on it? And he had a bad game. Because he, he has a bad game. He's, he's the most spectacular player of all time. No, he's He saying, plays one bad game and everyone goes, he's terrible. I told you that. He's terrible. I've been saying no. this for 10 years. He's awful. We're living we're living in a society of, of Alex Billens where, where, you know, a star player like LeBron James doesn't play very well in overtime and all of a sudden it's, it's his fault that his team didn't win. Well, he gave up, so mm. what are you going to do? Who was the – did you I, – I, I think I mentioned you. Did I mention you in the – that American guy who, who went off on Messi. Did I mention you in that tweet, Fab? This American no. guy on some show I've never heard of in my life. It was just <laughs> it was absolute garbage. He went off on Lionel Messi saying Ronaldo is the best player he's ever seen because um, Messi's nothing without Xavi and Iniesta. And he, he made the point that Ronaldo does it with nobodies. And he, he said... And, <laughs> I'd rarely say he said, he said, and I quote... I'll just stop listening, He man. said, and I quote, Michael Carrick sucks. <laughs> And he's acting as though he acts. He's acting as though Ronaldo didn't go and play for Real Madrid with Tony Cruz and Mesut Ozil. Why did he end with Michael Carrick? I I think he was trying to prove was that Ronaldo's played. There are too many. Google it. Just Google Leo Messi highlights. There's so many times where he just gets the ball and does it all himself. But this guy was Messi is better in a side where he plays. He is a play with and play off other players type player. He's in the middle. He's a number 10. Certainly. He goes deep, receives the ball, runs past and receives, finishes, bang. He's not as domineering as Ronaldo, Ronaldo is, in... Ronaldo's the sort of guy... Ronaldo's a, 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 either a standalone striker or out wide in space. Give him the ball and he's not going to pass it back. He's going to no. try and shimmy, They're drop also, a shoulder Ronaldo and have a crack. Play, they're, they're also different, different body players. They're different body types as well. Like uh, Ronaldo could play the worst body. game you've ever seen him. Strong. Ronaldo Strong. could play... He could be the worst <laughs> player on the pitch. Shakiri. He's done the uh, he's done the Mario Balotelli with the uh, with the celebration there. We should go into the celebrations. It's just absolute, it's just garbage. Messi's an absolutely terrific player. He had one bad game, and everyone's saying he's he's a fraud. And he he's probably had two two not so good games. Was he that Argent? How on earth that Argentinian team has survived? Marcos Rojo. Oh <laughs> was a beautiful finish from uh, Marcos. He's, he's yeah. never done anything that good Mark in his life. The red, yes, um, fantastic display. Obviously, you know, enjoyed it. Diego Armando Maradona. He Jeez, gave him the double flipping, the, flipping the birds. Double birds. Wow. <laughs> he, he, had both, know, he had both pigeons does out. Does he know the World's Cup, World Cup's on? Or? He was coaching it. Was it the last one or 2010? They let this man coach the national team. It was quite extraordinary. Did you see the footage of him kissing Messi's shirt? Yeah. But, oh. What about when after it's the passion, match? Like what about after the, the match he was getting medical attention? He'd had like a heart fucking seizure, like a yeah. murmur or something. Yeah. The broadcasters love when Argentina are playing. They just cross to Maradona in the stands mm. all the time. Just yeah. you know, he's going to do something. Let's just keep an eye on him. Nah. Obviously, the big story though to emerge from the group stage was the 
shafting of, of the, the man shaft. Man shaft. <laughs> wow. They I put mean, the shaft in man shaft. I knew a big scout. I said there's a big scout. There's going to be a big scout in this and, World and Cup. You know what? They were honest with us, Germany. They were honest with us from day one. They were up front. We, and I'm guilty of this, they had the, the performance against uh, Mexico and you sort of not fobbed it off, but you looked at it and said, just one game, just one game. It's just one game. No, it exposed her. I thought it exposed her. But a most, clear most weakness. People, most people thought that's just the isolate fair play to Mexico. Mm. Fully deserved the win. Just one off. And then Germany did mix it up. They pulled out as all for yeah. the next game and, and in, injected 95th minute Royce. winner. 95th yep. minute winner against Sweden. And you're yep. sort of thinking, okay, pull it back. It's more like it, but yep. still. Uh, and then they were exposed. I mean, like they were honest with us from day one of this World Cup. They weren't very good. Mm. I think and it's bizarre. they're victims of. A lot of these players are not just, and they're not all from Bayern Munich. That's just, but the nucleus of the team is basically always been fed from Bayern Munich. And all the good players, if you're German, where do you end up? You end up at Bayern Munich. They've had no competition. They're just a bit older. But they're, they're, a, very, they're a collection of very good individual footballers who can play together as a team. They've just under- underestimated the, yeah. the, the the teams that they've been playing. I think, they've I think week in, week out, they just don't, they're not. I, I really facing competition. Yeah, they just expect teams to to go out there. Oh, we're facing Germany. Let's we're going to be scared of these guys. You know, they're just going to we're no just going to fold. One, no, these days, no one's scared of anyone. No, that's right. I think they've just underestimated how stagnant a system can be. Joachim Lowe's done a wonderful job as the manager of Germany, but he's been in the role post the World Cup in two thousand six, and he was in the system at that World. He was Cup. an assistant. Yeah, yeah, he was mm. his right hand man. Was um, he scratching and sniffing in two thousand six? Probably was. Yeah. He's sniffing. He's scratching his butthole and then sniffing it. <laughs> Have you not noticed my my Yergi? Your Yergi. Oh yeah, you're wearing. Yeah, a, a, a yeah I, like navy it. Oh, I did that. In, I did that intentionally. Just did wore. Oh. Just wore the navy blue t-shirt. He was very well dressed again, but he's been been in the system for fourteen odd years, fifteen odd years in the German national system. Twelve of those as the manager. Yep. It grows stale. You grow stale. Yeah. He's been he's the been message, a, especially because it's the same crop it's of the players. Same crop of players, yeah. and look, his record uh, as the manager of Germany is phenomenal. It is phenomenal, but you keep saying the same thing to the same group of players. Eventually, either they grow weary or tired of it. And I'm not necessarily saying that's the case. Complacency, possibly, yep. but it doesn't take very long for someone to come around and crack the code. Mm, that's right. If you've got 12 years worth of exposed form on the table for me to look at and go, how do you play? What do you not like? Mm. They figured out that you. every bit of correspondence ended in, in Heil Hitler. Wow. And they went they went into the, wow. the machines, the machines, and they, they dialed it in. Germany, about Enigma. Germany's better yeah. than that. They cracked the Enigma code. Well, yeah, they did. We'll move away from that. And, and like I said, I mean, <laughs> I think we'll get anything, anything about Nazis we probably steer clear of as a rule. No, it was a reference to the movie. That's how they cracked the Enigma code, that every bit of correspondence yeah, ended yeah, with right. no, Heil Hitler. Yep. You, yeah, I know that. You are the no, no, no. I know that. Cinephile to beat all cinephiles. You've yeah, surely seen this no, movie. No, I've seen that. I'm just like, I've yeah. Um, I mean, I made the quip earlier that uh, there was no I, na- intentional I, I, Nazi I references. I didn't get a, there. Don't defend it. I didn't get a lot of love for it. <laughs> but uh, you know, this, this is the second time in history a German quest for world dominations come a cropper in Russia. The, the last time they bundled out, what happened? Well, it ended poorly for the leader, didn't it? Well, we, we see. I didn't. What's that? That's my phone. Uh, a mate of mine's. A mate of mine's saying we've been talking about it. We'll get off Germany a little bit. True. Yes. It'll be very, very interesting to see where they go from here. Is it going to be? This happened to them once before. Um, you know, the turn of the century where they 
took stock. And they're very German, actually. They were very German in their response. They were very pragmatic in their response to that last era where they were not very good. Mm. They went back to the drawing board. They rebuilt. And over the course of 15 years, we're just getting better and better mm. and better, mm. culminating in obviously winning a World Cup, mm-hmm. which was oh, state. Yeah, they'll definitely be, I got be back with vengeance. They'll do that again. Joachim Lowe's position is interesting. Only a month ago signed a four-year contract extension. That seemed absurd to me at the time. It's a long, long time. It's another six mm. Uh, sorry, another technically. Who's coaching PSV? Uh, PSV PSG. Um, I don't expect anyone to know who's coaching PSV. It was obviously uh, Emery. Um, I did see this recently. I can't remember the guy's name. I'll, I'll bring it up. Yeah, Actually, I can't remember. They've already even had a uh, coach at the moment. But anyway, you, you get my this. point is, is there is a still a, a top level job available. Thomas Tuchel, of course. Yes, it is. Tuchel. Yes, it is. How do we say it? I thought it was Tuchel. 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 Um, but look, is this is the situation I reckon, Germany I reckon to... uh, Raphael Honigstein says Thomas Tuchel. It's probably, uh, was, is it a good segue? I don't know. To pronunciation. Oh, and uh, Jose um, Mourinho. Look, there's been... we, we ended the podcast last week with, I requested Sean pronounce my surname like... Guadagnolo. Lucy Zelich. Now, we say it, you know, just you know, we, we have a bit of fun with it. And I, and I think that's a layout. People yeah, are allowed to yeah. say... Love the so, way Lucy Zelich pronounces, or you know, like, geez, Lucy Zelich overpronounces that. I don't love it. it doesn't, the, the, level that it got, the level Sean that it doesn't like it. Sean doesn't like it. I do like it, yeah. but I can also have a laugh at it. But what I don't like, the level that it got taken, the level got taken, social, the aggression, the insensitivity, the abuse that she copped. We're just exposed to it more often. We've been exposed to Lucy Zelich doing this for years. Mm. So but I'm saying, more. but. The morons on social media. Yeah, mm. If you don't like, hey, and that's fine. Like Turn even off, Lucy, even, even Lucy will say. Not everyone's going to like the way I pronounce it, but she pronounced. She's got a purpose to wait to why she's correct. Say, and if you, if you devil's did, advocate, yeah, would she say Stephen Gerrard? Would she say that? Would she say Stephen Gerrard in a Scouse accent? No, because would she he's, say Landon he's, Donovan? Would she say an American name in American accent? No, I know that's drawing an extremely know. long bow. No, there's a difference. There's a difference between accents because she's not putting on an Italian accent. She's just pronouncing it correctly. What I find weird about it, and I don't care about it, I'm or a Colombian, Colombian oh, yeah. accent. I don't, or a, I don't care about it. It's not something that I, I get ranked. I find it funny. I, like, don't, I don't care about like, it either. Like and we, night, we can have a laugh. Yeah, at it. like but, the other mm. night she said, most people would just say quite up and down. Panama, England are playing Panama, but she goes. Panama, hmm. which that's Panama. okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm not offended by, it, no, and no, I, no. Actually, I actually find it a little bit I funny. Find it funny. I right? find it and funny. And from someone who's had his surname, sorry, do you know surname, anyone? My do first you know name butchered all my life. I can understand and appreciate people pronouncing things correctly. Yes, exactly. I don't have an issue with people going. God, Lucy's putting. You know, do you know anyone putting from, a bit of mayo on it? Do I know anyone from Panama? Yeah, no, never met a so Panamanian. I, I, I presume that she's done the research to no, no, confirm. That, but that's what that, she that's said. She does it for the people. Correct. Right? So they feel like you've you've you paid them the respect no, no, and no, the no. attention that they and deserve. And I support her for doing it. What all, all I want to bring up in this is the dickheads, They're and dickheads. I'm going to call them dickheads. And no, we don't want to over, tone the language. Yeah. Tone the language over the dickheads on social media. So he says it again. All right, who are abusing what are her? They they, who are abusing her because of it? Yeah, it's crazy. Need, need yeah, to it's get on. a life. I think, like I said earlier, I think we react differently because we've been exposed to her doing it on the SBS coverage of the Champions League or whatever it might be for many, 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 many years. Yep. So for me, it's like it's part of the World Cup. It's part of SBS's soccer coverage. Yep. Listening to Cristiano Ronaldo, stuff like whatever quite, maybe, it might be. Yeah, I found that it kind of sounds. Uh, it sort of stands out a little bit when when Lucy does it as comparative to to Les Murray. He had an accent with everything that he sort yeah. of 
mm. he sort of said. And so it rolled it rolled in quite well. Francesco I've, Totti. I've always said, to me, look, she pronounces it correctly, so she, she's not wrong. No, right. So I've always said Martin Tyler is the greatest commentator of all time on the world. Agreed. Hey? Agreed. Phil Liggett. Because Phil, on the world game. <laughs> Phil Liggett does a couple of games here and there. Um the cycling, the cycling commentator. Yeah, he's pretty good. Does he league, knows his does ch- league? He knows his French churches good. more. <laughs> he, he does league on, and he's like, "Here we are in San Etienne, surrounded by." He talks about the surrounding countryside. Yeah, <laughs> <They're> playing, <laughs> so he doesn't commentate on the football. No, not no. at all. Playing you can tell you, there, and yeah. he's like, you, "You might stop in a minute and say like, Ozier have scored.'" But Martin Tyler pronounces it back to the hay bales. The the name's correct enough, but they're still anglicised. Yeah, right. Mm. Like he says. He says, Baggio, right? He doesn't say it like you do. You like you 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 really Aussie it up when you say Baggio, it, right? He doesn't say Baggio, but it's correct enough. There's there's enough respect paid there's to the an name. Effort there. It's yeah. not just and all yeah. Lucy is doing. But I don't think Martin has Lucy's ability to pronounce it to that level. No. So look, I'm just no. look. I don't care if she does it or she doesn't do it. Like I'm not offended that she says it one way. And the bloke sitting next to her, Foz, no, he, I think makes he had, no attempt well, to even, th- even well, get it Well, he admitted right. it in, in the little little bit they did for social media. But it's not to him. Talk about it. It, but it'd he be said, hard for he him to do He said that he's tried, but he just can't He can't do it. Yeah. He finds it difficult to remember. My wife um, cannot roll her R's to save herself. Hmm. So there's yeah, certain, it'd be an interesting scenario, though. When I, so he feels like, bad. When, he I, f- when I say certain things in Italian and she tries to repeat it, hmm. she gets caught on the R's. She's never going to be able to pronounce certain words in certain languages. Hmm. Because of that. Yeah. So Craig's the same. He's not going to be able to get it out. Yeah, that's Craig right. can barely speak English. <laughs> so, um, I mean, no, I just, I was just, I was appalled at the amount of abuse. Yeah, someone that, like, that, that's, unfo- it's a really unfortunate byproduct of the time we live in. Most people, like I said, if you have exposure to SBS's coverage, which the vast majority of Australians do not because they only watch it once every four years, mm-hmm. you're well accustomed to it. It's just, it's part of the flavour of the coverage. It's a bit of fun because. Mm. I sit there and, like I said, I don't take anything personally. I quite like it. I'm like, oh, how's she going to pronounce whatever it might be? Mm. And, you know, you get Panama or mm. something like that. And you're like, oh, oh yeah, so that's so how you pronounce it. Funny. And, and good segue regarding SPS. They've obviously now got all of the games. A little bit of sense shown by Optus Sport. They've obviously realised we don't have the... We, we can't do it. We can't do it. So SBS essentially had they, the rights. They gave themselves 48 they hours initially to fix it <laughs> and then have gone, no, nah, oh, nah. we wouldn't fix this in 48 days. Yeah, we've so, got to get this right for the Premier League. Yeah. So, so that, that's, a, that's a really, really good result because the, the last thing that they need, and to be honest with you, I reckon a bit of a pat on the back for Optus. They yep. haven't rushed back into it and yep. chanced their yep. arm if they're 98% sure we were okay. Um, they've made a really good decision for the betterment of the game and the, the coverage coverage here and, and the, the you know the viewership who, mm. who want it to be bulletproof yep. and now it is bulletproof. So yep. a bit of a, a pat on the back for Optus for, for making the right call. Is there a chance that SBS can fly a few other people? Look, Foz, I've, I've got issues with Foz and the whole Barcelona and the love affair and blah, blah, oh blah. But I, look, him and, he and Lucy are doing a good job. They're, they're doing, they're doing every job. bloody game yeah. with no relief. Look, you can see it. At times, like these blokes haven't slept in forty-eight hours. Foz is, Foz is actually unraveling before right. us. <laughs> can they send some relief? Can I? Can they I need read, some can support. I, can I read to you just briefly? I'll get this up. <laughs> they get the call going. Hey, we've got all the games now. It's fantastic. <laughs> Fuck. Can I just? Can I read to you, Foz? Um, oh, where is it? Hold on. Let me find it. Foz sent out a series of incredible tweets yeah. last today. No, or? no, on the twenty-second of okay. June. 
I'll read them for you now. Sure, go for it. Just make sure I've got. Um, I'll make sure I've got them in the right order. He he wrote. He sent these tweets out in both English and then also in French. Okay. Because he was writing to the French people. He was writing to an entire nation. Okay. Is this okay? Go on. This is this is yep. this is an ode by Craig Foster to Australian French relations. This is wonderful. Hello, France. Greetings from your Australian friends. It's been a while. Sorry we haven't been in touch more regularly. Friends are like that. But you've been in our thoughts. There's something we have to discuss. That's tweet one. And it concerns our shared history, specifically 1916. You know what I speak. The time when French-Australian relations were cemented, forever to come in each other's aid when in need. This is all in the hashtag SBS World Cup, by the way. <laughs> when Australian diggers fought in great numbers in your country in the Great War, sacrificing so many of our young for your freedom, Villas Bretonneau stands as a monument to our eternal embrace. Now we need your best on the 26th. Overcoming the gigantic hearts beating for La Blanca Roja is already a huge challenge for us, but we believe in our qualities, and you know better than any our great bravery. But you must also do your job and give everything that you have and get the job done for yourselves and for us. Thank you, our French friends. Until next time we meet, our kindest regards and hopes, Australia. Fucking what was that, Foz? To which they responded by doing sweet (laughs) F.A. They they named a below-par side and then just played like Those five tweets, which will forever be on my phone as a monument to your insanity. He's had no sleep. That's what I mean. He's at his The silver fox has had no sleep. (laughs) He thought, you know, it's a good idea. Sending two series of tweets, one in English, one in French, hoping to cajole a performance from the French, like Didier Deschamps was going to fucking read those tweets and go, lads. Other other World Cup news, Sean. Have you heard about uh, the doping scandal? There's no doping. They're just, Russia are playing shit teams. We've had a request. There's no doping. They're just playing We've had a request from a, from a loyal, uh, a loyal listener. Name him. <laughs> Hello, Peter Wills. They're not playing anyone. They're not playing. Uh, address any Peter teams. Wills. Peter Wills wants to know what Peter what, what Peter. research you've done into the okay. Russian. They're, they're playing. Who have they played? They played Uruguay. Not a bad team. Obviously, Uruguay beat them. They played Saudi Arabia and and Alex's mob, Egypt, and Saudi Arabia and Egypt were. They finished on goal differences of negative five and negative four. They were terrible. They were put in a plum group. Obviously, the hosts... The, the, the doping so scandal so was more around... The doping scandal... Russia done. would not have been seeded, seed number A, as in each each of the eight groups has a first seed, second seed, third seed, fourth seed. Mm-hmm. As the hosts, they are seeded first. They get a plum draw. They got a plum draw. They played pretty ordinary teams. They lost to Uruguay, who are the only other team in the group better than the, they are. And they played two complete hack teams... Egypt. It's knowledge that they played some some average teams, but it was more about the the amount of running that, that the Russian team did. I think that was at the center of that. Oh, mate, they're probably fucking juice to their eye boogs. I don't know. <laughs> fucking, you know so on we the, got an admission here. They're probably Beautiful. on the Ivan Drago diet. I don't know <laughs> of and, steroids. And the constant, you know, the, the clean FIFA body has said that um, you know they've been tested and there's no you know there's no. I mean, we wouldn't be shocked. foul play. We wouldn't be shocked if it came up that they were. You know, they got more drugs in them than urine. They got like just good training facilities. The Russians very good training facilities didn't help. Rocky was out of if, the if America had qualified, they'd be they'd be in a, in a cabin. If I was if I was America, if okay, if I worked for the U.S. national team 
and they qualified for this World Cup. Yeah. There is not a chance in hell I wouldn't have got a bunch of them to go into the fucking wilderness. <laughs> Hearts on fire. And we would have recreated <laughs> that video. Hearts on fire. So good. We would have done it. I would have sit there and gone, we're going up. We're finding, I understand that it's June. We're finding a snowy mountain somewhere and we all run into the top and one of you's yelling out, who, who I mean, who would they, who, who did they, who did, who did, um, Golovin. No, who knocked the Golovin, USA out? You... Who knocked the USA out? Panama. They could have... They Panama. Could have, Panama. <laughs> That's Panama. Panama. So Panama wouldn't be there. So one of the American players could have run to the top of a mountain and been like, Belgium! <laughs> like just yelling out, you know, whatever. And it would have been amazing. It would have been shit. They could have had a photo of Eden Hazard on the mirror. They could have grabbed the photo off the mirror and looked at it because that means it's a subliminal fab. It means <clears throat> Rocky's greatest enemy was himself and his only self-doubt. It would have been good if America were eliminated from the previous World Cup that wasn't in Russia, because that could have been the whole Apollo Creed. Yeah, they get killed. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. like, who could they have <laughs> they been? Came, <laughs> they came out and did a 20-minute <laughs> 20 minute dance routine. Can we just talk? So he was on, in dance shape. On, he wasn't in. He wasn't he was in. not. I've watched boxing and dance for 23 years. Apollo Creed was in dance shape. That's not. The, that's the best video of all time. Who's the guy that's like just losing his mind? He's brilliant because he just wanted to spend time with his family and his robot. That guy's brilliant. <laughs> Fab's lost it. Because, and, then, and then when he's like going through the fight, he goes, it's one of the most extraordinary fights I've ever seen. He goes, the corner men were fighting. <laughs> Drago picked up his promoter by the neck. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's but great. Can we just so speak, good. while on Panama, can we just speak about one of Panama's opponents? England, who beat them 6-1. Smashing. If you haven't seen, there's a photo from home. this match. If you haven't seen a photo from the Harry Kane penalty, I think it is. I don't even know who got penalised. Three Panama defenders have got... Oh, there's been a few of these. Three Panama defenders have got (laughs) England players in bear hugs in the box. It's shambolic. And then you know what it was? You know what the Panama defence was? It was like... When was the last time you saw the Mighty I think Ducks? You, you called it before one of the corners. You said, oh, this is, this is a certain goal. I did. I, see, I was on the group text. I was like, they're going to score here. It was just pathetic. Just and man a man. And if your head is a you know what overuse, it was? I was happy that they did score their first goal in the World Cup. Oh, I didn't give a shit. That was you nice. The, other, the, the thing that was uh, that I didn't like out of that game was when they um, they tried to score while England was celebrating. You know what that smacked of? This is a great segue. That, to me, smacked of... Has anyone, you know the Mighty Ducks? The very first Mighty Ducks yeah, movie? Yeah, of course. When Gordon Bombay takes control of District 5 and realises that they're terrible. <laughs> yep. And, yep. Then, and then what makes them better is they buy equipment and proper jerseys yeah, and they- then they become a good team. Um, there's this bit where he realises we're bad, we can't win, so what are we going to do? Because we're going to cheat. Yes. And it felt like me, the Panama coach, was flicking through Russian Netflix and was like, Mighty Ducks, let's watch this. And then saw Gordon Bombay and he was like, that's <clears> it. <throat> What I loved about He's it is... He's my coaching spirit animal before he goes for a skate on the ice and rediscovers his love of the game. One of the Panama players, I think... Panama? Um, <laughs> he was in on it. He was loving it. He was going, I'll grab this ball and we'll, we'll kick off. We can score. We here. can score. And his teammates weren't having a bar of it. He kicked off. He was all enthusiastic. And he just pass, his teammate passed back to the goalkeeper, England goalkeeper. He said, what are you doing? We can score here. Like, they're, not, they're not ready. They're not ready. Let's catch them. That's a, that's a pathetic loophole. What I've way. not enjoyed about this World Cup is the American style. When a team scores a goal, they, they play a song over the PA. Oh, how many it, fucking times did we hear three lines? Well, they're playing the wrong part of the three lines yeah, for a start. they are. But did they not, why didn't they play Panama by Van Halen when Panama scored? What did they play? You don't like Panama, do you? No, I like Panama, okay. It's not hot for teacher or it's not as good as that. 
That was, that was just my gripe. No, yeah. I understand. No, I, just thought, I thought that's we're, we're going to get a bit of Van Halen here. Just that's uh, no. England. But even in the coverage, when you go to an ad or when you go to play Panama, and people who don't get it will go, oh, a bit of rock music. But people yeah, who do get it would have gone, yeah, with, some pretty, with some hey, highlights of the game, it's play a pretty, it. It's a pretty yeah, it out been. there song to go to at halftime. They're losing 5 0. Panama. No, just the. Panama. It's a pretty, it's pretty out there, isn't it? To go to that, like they're getting absolutely tonked five nil. We're gonna, it's like you're taking the piss. But can we just say, look, England, it's coming home. It's coming it's home. It's coming home. Just put the bunting away for the moment. Yeah. The biggest match of the World Cup takes place tonight. Correct. The biggest oh. match of the World Cup takes place tonight. And you know why the biggest match of the World Cup takes place? Well, tonight? they both want to lose that. They match. both want to lose that match because the loser of this match goes into the draw, the side of the draw. Uh, they will be G2, I believe. They will play one of Japan or Senegal, probably, in the round mm. of 16. The quarterfinal will be Sweden, Sweden or, or Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah. The semifinal will be Croatia. De- We're back after some technical difficulties. I used some shitty batteries and the batteries went dead. I've been doing the old, you know, when you get new tyres and you just rotate the, the fronts to the rears. I've been. Oh, so you didn't do the double d- double nah, swap? I didn't do the double swap. I just put in one freshly. How, how many times does this happen when we become incompetent? This is the second time. Okay. But I'm just talking about England's like this This is a huge game. Belgium you want to lose. You want to lose. Want to lose. Lukaku's already been ruled, you ruled out. You want to lose. Oh, he, he's, it's not enough time to, for him to get up. The, the other side of the draw? France, Argentina, Uruguay, Portugal, Brazil, Mexico, and then Belgium, England, or um, Senegal. Well, uh, what's the other one? Yeah, you want you want. Well, who's sitting top? England at the moment on goal difference. This is the game. That's the difference. Belgium can have a performance, safe face, and finish second. England kind of have to lose. Well, no, no, don't That's kind of have, have to lose. lose. They have to lose. Have to lose. This is this is potentially for the the winner. The winner of this game will be the loser of this game. The team that gets into that bottom half of the draw, this is the plum run to a semi final of a World Cup. Mm. Some good games tonight, Senegal. It's hard when you've got that expectation that if you do make it into that side where you you've got the plum draw and you're expected to win those games, that can almost be as tough as getting make it, through yeah. and not having the. Fo- if you miss out on a game, you lose some form. I potentially. agree. It doesn't take the pressure off. No, necessarily. But, but what it, it could. It, but that's what I mean. It could. Like you look at this. So if whoever finishes top will have a, I assume, they survive their round of 16, will more than likely play Brazil in a quarterfinal. Hmm. I don't rate Brazil. I've said said this for a while. Yeah, but England wouldn't want to play Brazil. Certainly not. In a quarterfinal. Certainly not. Might get get chipped. Maybe. From about the halfway line. You you survive that, and you're looking at France, Argentina, Portugal, Uruguay. That's pretty good. You don't want to be in that side of the draw. Hmm. You want to, you know, you, you want to take on one. Are of you those saying teams. you don't want to be on the draw of side of France, Argentina, Uruguay, Portugal? No, they're all beatable. No, you, you know, you want you want those guys to fight each other to the death to get through to a final. Uruguay's been going okay. They're just like they're grinding out some victories. Well, and Uruguay and Portugal, one of them's gone. Yeah. France yeah, and Argentina, one of them are gone. It's no, like no, that. I understand that, but you, it's that's that's a that's tough. That's a tough draw. My my prediction of France. Well, you picked Germany, didn't you? Yeah. You're cooked. I had Brazil. Um, well, I had France playing Germany. <laughs> I had Brazil playing Germany too. I'm not so. getting on my high horse, but I, I, I France, Argentina. Like I reckon, each one is looking at that game, going, "Oh, lucky we're playing 
France because they're not in form. And France will be looking at Argentina saying the same thing. Correct, yeah. Thinking, oh, we've got a chance. Because usually you have that matchup going, oh, God. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. Mm. No, definitely. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's tasty tonight. Tonight is tasty. Obviously, by the time people listen to this on their commute to work or over the weekend, yep. all of this stuff will have come to pass. But do we want to right. quickly wrap it up? Or just, oh, well, just listening? Not working? Yeah, it can we'll be, be in retirement. You can be sedentary. You can be doing whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Yeah. So long as you give us those listens. The, um, give us some sh- feedback too. Should we talk give to... Give us some feedback. Follow us on the socials. Follow us on the socials. Ian, the Printercast is our uh, Twitter handle. At. At the Printercast. Yeah. Yes. Um, and obviously our, our own handles are on there as well if you want to uh, follow us. We will we will follow you back. We'll, we'll chat. We'll engage. Hmm. Do we want to just run the rule very quickly before we wrap up? France, Argent. Oh, you got something, Alex? Oh, I just thought we should probably touch on the Egypt. No, no, oh. this, this yeah, Egypt. They're this, out, man. This... They're fucking out. Egypt are gone. <laughs> yeah, and, and your team's out too, mate. Germany, you can fuck off as well. My, my, what do you mean, my team? Yeah, well, you, you picked... got German, German. Uh, you picked them. Ancestry. I don't sure? know German ancestry. And I was, into Germany. I was... Are you English? Technically, yeah, you probably got some German in you. The yeah. Serbia and Switzerland game and and the celebrations there yeah, in, in that yeah. and uh, yeah, look. Our thoughts on it. I, I, look, <clears throat> politically, I'm not going to get into a, a political thing about Certainly the whole not. what's going on in, in Eastern Europe, but you're representing Switzerland, first and foremost. You're playing for Switzerland. Yeah. Bringing in politics that have nothing to do with the country you are representing. And they knew what they would do. They knew that it was an antagonizing Look, I'm not even, I'm not even saying it's acceptable if they were playing for Albania and it was an Albania versus Serbia game. Hmm. But no, you're representing Switzerland. Pull your head in, mm. and, and I thought FIFA. So they avoided a two, a two potential two. I would have given game it to them. Ban. Um, you would have given, given it to them. So they got a fine, I think, and then the Serbian FA, I think, got a bigger fine. Absolute obviously flops. for um, disputing. Yep, those celebrations. So you can f- flip the bird, mm. and you'll cop what a one match ban or two match ban mm. because it's inciting violence and, and aggression Certainly. and everything. Else. Yep, um, same. Same this deal. is effectively the double bird, <laughs> um, and it goes unpunished. I thought, I thought, no, nah, perfect opportunity for FIFA to stamp it out. Hmm. But um, and obviously it. the Serbs were knocked out overnight. Yes. Um, to, I was praying for a Serbia-Croatian game, and again, I'm not getting political, but I know that it would be fiery. Hmm. So my my hope of a potential Serbia v Croatia. <laughs> Mm. Um, knockout stage game. Look, right Serbia had a position. Serbia had a good um, Serbia good stuffed run. up. They were one 0 up against Switzerland and stuffed up basically. Mm. You know, I think they took the foot off the pedal a little bit. And yeah. when they copped the first goal, it was it was oh, a bit of a wake up call, and they kind of couldn't reignite. They couldn't get them, get the motor running again. I think the Herald Sun had them as not even scoring a goal in that game. <laughs> it was two, two Herald, Herald Sun are all over this World Cup. So. <laughs> No, that's that's all I that's all I sort of had. I think it was another big talking point. But um. does anyone have the as as we know at the moment the uh, round of sixteen games? We want to quickly do a little bit of a prediction. Do you want to? Okay, so yep. Uruguay Portugal. Uruguay. Hmm. I'm going to go Portugal. Sticking. Oh. I'm not going against the family. <laughs> Good stuff. I like. That was that meant to be your veto oh, call. Your own? Whatever. Never go against the family. That was Look what you did to my boy. You sound like Nicky Lauder. <laughs> Massacred my boy. Never go against the family. That'd be Nicky Lauder. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. Yeah, with, give it to us in 
Jose Mourinho. Never go against the family? Identical. <laughs> I'm going for Uruguay. Uh, Going out to win. France, Argentina. Argentina? France. Ah, oh, sorry. I just I don't know why I said Argentina. I mean France. <laughs> <laughs> Alex? Um, I like I like Argentina. Okay. Brazil, Mexico. Brazil? Ripping game. Brazil. I'm predicting Massive game. A, okay. Massive game. Hopefully this is... It's a twelve AM game. Beautiful game. It's it's that's th- I don't know which sporting agencies do it, but head and heart. It's it's a head and heart thing. Like I'd love to see Tab. Yeah, I'd love to see Mexico. My heart. I just want to I'd see a game where these guys aren't going to defend. They're not. They don't care. No. Nah. This could be a seven eight <laughs> goal game. So um, I think Brazil one G versus I think two, Brazil. two H. Well, that'll be England or Belgium. Be- I'm a, I'll say it's be Belgium. Belgium v what is it like Senegal or um? Sorry, no. I think England will win tonight. Yeah, I think I think personally. So England, England are one G. Personally, aren't they? and yep. Can I? Yeah, personally, yep. I think it'll be a draw tonight, which is England go through one. Yeah. Um, which puts England and England and what's like yeah Senegal. Uh, I think at the moment is that that group's very much in limbo, so it's, it's hard in to limbo. know yeah, who the second ranked team. Columbia, Columbia, Columbia yeah. are there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we'll skip that. Um, Spain, Russia. Spain. We could get a repeat of two thousand two though. Now, mm. if Russia can get through that game, doping. Spain well, aren't Spain, though. Spain aren't the Spain. You will have to do some invest- investigative journalism. Mate, I'm not BBC Panorama. I can't... Like, I'm not doing that. Um, Spain should get Spain the should win. job Spain done. Spain aren't the Spain that we that people know. It, always, it seems like all this stuff's on delay. Yeah. It takes a little while for people to wake up. Uh, the Tablecloths versus Denmark? Croatia. Croatia. Looking good. Me too. I think looking Croatia. Really yeah, they're looking real good. Yep. Um, Ikea versus uh, Roger Federer's people? Ikea. I like Switzerland. Swedish meatballs. I like Switzerland. I'm, I'm Mike here all the way. Chicken shit or chicken salad? They are chicken salad both home and away. Who's that? Sweden. Yeah, I think they're a bit, they're a bit oh. safe. You like the Argentina home and, home ha- and away? Argentina home and away. That's the best combo. Argentina combo. home and away, beautiful. The, the home kit is, I know it's traditional, nothing special. But did the you, away kit is just... I asked you off air, but did you like the um, the Portugal training top? Have you seen that one? No, I haven't seen that. It's like a black. I've given with Portugal like a, home and away chicken, chicken shit. shit. Yeah, I didn't like it that much. Uh, but the so training these are the good. kits we haven't seen since last week. Belgium, have, how's the marketing? So even teams who are, don't clash were both playing in away, away kits. You know what annoys me? It, it's so they're, they're wearing them for the sake of having to wear them. It's less prevalent at this World Cup than it has been in the past. South Africa, I think, brought this on us. Where some someone at FIFA justifying their job mandated that teams had to wear one colour, and we did it the other night. We were all gold. Yes, yeah, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Like England were all. Uh, th- I remember the the round of sixteen game where you know Lampard scored, but it was disallowed. And they got beaten four one. England were all red. Yeah, and it's like just wear white shorts. What's well, the difference? Italy wear all blue and now all white, and Italy were always blue white yes. shorts. Brazil was- were always white socks, blue shorts. shorts. Yeah, so. Someone decided at some point that they needed to be a jerk-off, a Yuri jerk-off, yeah. and <laughs> implement this incredibly bullshit policy. It's, ter- it's terrible. So Brazil, home and away, I'm giving them chicken salad. They're beautiful. Yep. Um, Not as good as 98, though. 98, 98 was good. The zenith yeah, of the yeah, Brazil yeah, kit yeah, was 98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Colombia, chicken salad for both, yep. for me. Yep, I liked yeah. it. Costa Rica. Chicken shit. Oh, horrible, horrible. Just team wear, rubbish. Yeah. Horrible. Uh, the tablecloths and the away tablecloths. What's I don't like them. They, uh, nah. You don't like them? Croatia. Nah. 
Should oh, no, like, no, I don't, no, I don't. No, I don't not like Croatia. I don't like their kits. They're horrible. Yeah. He doesn't. He just doesn't like the shirt. He doesn't like. It's not that he doesn't like their the Croatian away people. kit. Is a mm. little bit like the United blue and blue. The yeah. Moving on. The what? The, the, my Van Persie one. I can't. Yeah, think of the, the the Jingham print one. Thirteen, fourteen. Denmark chicken shit. Both of them. Yeah. Just they're horrible. Egypt. Both chicken shit. Both chicken salads. Nah, both chicken shit. Beautiful. You know, Beautiful. You, know, you, know you know was you know what was chicken shit? Mo Salah's World Cup. I thought he had a decent World Cup considering. Mate, he to missed ninety five percent of the games. England, Sean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, considering. Home, England home, I think, is a salad, and I think away is a shit. It's just boring. I think both of them are a bit chicken shit, a bit boring. Same with France. I like to home. Me. Both of them. Both of them chicken shits, France. Yeah. Germany, chicken salads, both of them. Both of them yes. chicken salads. And they can Very eat good. those chicken salads on their plane home. Apparently they just left. Did you see that? Apparently they just left the stadium on the bus, went straight to the airport and left. See you later. Imagine Off. you get something in your hotel. Well, Jerome Boateng's got to do a... F- Imagine that. It's like seriously. Medical at United. You see the Joachim Lowe, you'd be going... My pump into Vidal. <laughs> Still doing it. Still doing his medical. Iceland. I can't. I don't even know what they're wearing. Oh, they, they it is. F- it is horrible. Iceland, horrible. Iceland could genuinely be wearing anything. I don't know what it is. They've had a really good. They had a really Iran, good. Iran, horrible. Yeah, just rubbish. Japan. I'm going to give them both chicken shit. That's just both of them are disgusting. Oh, I can't even remember them. Mexico. Uh, yeah, I liked them. Chicken salad. Nah. Yeah, I liked them. Loved them. Loved them both. Uh, Morocco. Chicken shit. Yeah. They're just, they're one of those teams that's team wear. Team wear hmm. outfits. Nigeria. Chicken shits. Chicken salad. No, mate, I keep saying this. In six months' time, you're going to see them at a Rebel Sport and go, wow, they're bad. I'll buy one if they have it in a 4XL. You're going to go, wow, they're bad. Um, Panama? Panama. Um, Panama. Didn't like them. them. Disgusting. Chicken shit. Chicken shit. Hey, Peru. Peru? I liked it. Their home one's better than their away one, but these these are like nine out of ten type stuff. They're top stuff. Mm. Chicken salad. Poland. Oh, I didn't mind the, the Poland ones. I thought they were okay. A little bit of detail, like yeah. up close. Yeah, yeah, a bit, yeah, but a bit too plain. Nike have plain. really, really dropped to- the ball this week. I told you this. I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. they've been terrible. They've been terrible. Portugal, again. <sighs> Rubbish. Russia. Um, like not, not good, not bad, to nah, be honest. horrible. Eh. Chicken shit. And Saudi Arabia. Uh, yeah, that'd be a chicken shit for me. Didn't like them. I think we touched on the other ones. We touched on Spain last week. We did. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Sweden. Well, I think that's sure. a good place as any to end, unless Alex has got something else. Oh, I just wanted to just go through. Which, the, uh, we had the, some positive feedback on the chicken shit or chicken salad, so that's why we went through the rest of the oh, good. the kits. So I just wanted to go through the um, you know leaders' golden boot. So we got Harry Kane at the top, five goals. Three pins. Three pins. Three. One unbelievably deflected. Violent penalties. He's hitting them hard. He's hitting them hard. Julian Dix style. <laughs> The Terminator. Lukaku on four behind him. And Ronaldo, four, and, and Ronaldo on four. Four two. legitimate goals. Yeah, four four legitimate shots, goals. four goals. Mm-hmm. He's efficient. So just to see how we're going with that. Imagine if you had some service at United. Wow. 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 So we'll see how that uh, pans out. Miller? Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> Miller, two. Messi, one. Mike Yedinak. Mike. Uh, Mike. Seriously, could somebody have told... Was it... Turnbull? Who? Who yeah. said that? What? Could somebody have told him? They obviously wrote it down and wrote it down on paper. And he was like, yeah, Mike, he had a knack. 
Could somebody have said to him, it's Millet? Like, it's Millet? Obviously, Who, who's like, this? Oh, turned. Well, I don't even know when it was. Oh, it was he, ages ago. It was ages it? ago. He was wishing the team, I don't know if it was Asian Cup or World Cup. He it was, was on his speech, wasn't it? <clears throat> he was wishing the team good luck, and he said, you know, the Captain Mike. Someone had written it down on the sheet of Mike. Maybe it was Millet, but he didn't see it because maybe he was. Well, maybe, down but or if I'm your fucking press advisor, wouldn't you be sitting there going, it's Millet? Just FYI, it's Millet. I know, you're going to go, how deaf are you? Who said this? Sounds like you're telling me Turtle. Yeah, from Entourage. Jerry Ferrara. <laughs> Jerry Ferrara. Who, who's the one doing the error? Jerry Ferrara gave the team a send-off. Okay. Um, he was trying to get oh, Don Pepe's and Avion and the uh, chauffeur service with the hot women off the ground. Um, and he said... Limhose. Yeah, Limhose. And he, he was trying to get that off the ground. And then he inexplicably got rich, <laughs> fell ass backwards into money because Vince bailed him out again, but somehow was claiming... Um, Autonomy, yeah, and successful turtle, yeah, successful skinny turtle, and um, yeah, now it was my um, Mike uh, Mike Turnbull. Oh, <laughs> Alex has lost it. He's like the what's, Joker what's with his smiley, name? Malcolm. Malcolm. It's like Mike, Mike Smalley. Gordon. That was great. <laughs> he called him multiple times. He was called Mike Smalley. Chris was sitting there. He's like, I don't can't. What? <laughs> It's happened too often. I can't pull this guy up. I think we're going to Delirious League. We'll end it there. Thank it's you very, very, very room. much for uh, for listening. My name is Sean Pettibarge. I'm joined, of course, by all <coughs> as always, by Fabian Guadagnolo. Buenos Aires, ragazzi. And Alex Billy. See you all later. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Cheers.